When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, checkout's not until four, so. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Let's go places. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm. How's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. My choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, everybody. Good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you have to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Yes, Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier. Busy Saturday night. How you doing tonight, Torres? How lucky is America? They get us for the next three hours. How are you, Arnie Spanier? I don't know if that's luck, but... uh, Of course it's luck. They'll deal with it. They'll deal with it. It's the best three hours of their week. Who are we kidding? Come on. Who's better than us? I got to tell you right off the bat, I did something I've never done in my life. I you worked out? Ed- wow! I thought you were going to say give a compliment, so Ryan and I are on the same page, but continue. 
I put the NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL playoffs all on the back burner just to watch Masters. I, I you're, feel dirty. You're talking oh. golf? You're fired, Arnie. I don't want to have to fire you 30 seconds into the show, but you are fired. Actually, you should be fired for not bringing up Tiger Woods. We're contractually obligated to bring up Tiger Woods' name every minute for the entire three hours. You didn't know that? It is amazing. Yeah. When he is in, like, <laughs> literally, I don't, I, and, and this is something that you and I are not the first person to talk about. Right. When he is in contention. It's crazy. The sport, the world stops. Yes. And then when he isn't in contention, nobody even knows that sport is going oh, on. You, we, we will not be able to go five minutes today without, without tweets coming in. Saying, well, what about Tiger? What about Tiger? We are contractually obligated to bring up his name every couple of minutes. There's, there's no choice. We have no choice. Just before we go to a, a break, when we come back from a break, it's Tiger update. Even though he's not playing right now, so I think this he's sh- asleep right now and getting more asleep. Back to you, Torres. I, I think this <laughs> show is officially sponsored by Tiger Woods. It's, it's just. Uh, well, let me ask you: Are you not pumped up about it? Are you not excited? Oh. I, I, I really, I'm, I'm like must watch TV tomorrow, and I've never seen must watch golf before in my entire life. And uh, it, it's perfect timing, nine forty-five or something like that, Eastern. So I'll get up in the morning, I'll watch a little Tiger, and then get ready for some NBA. But that that's the only thing that was going to get me up that early is, is to watch Tiger. Yeah, I'm with you. I I was traveling today, and when I got in the house, the first thing I did, the NBA game had just started, golf was underway. I flipped right. to golf first. I really did, and it is the gift and the curse of of what Tiger Woods does. I'll tell you this, and and it's something I know we're going to get into throughout the show, but but I heard our buddy Jonas Knox during the the afternoon say something to the effect of that basically the sport of golf is better if Tiger Woods does not win this tournament. I just think every time... I disagree with Jonas. Every time... I completely disagree. Yeah, every time he plays well, every time he's in contention, it only creates more interest in the sport. And if he actually starts winning, I think it'll be unbelievable for the sport. And and if he does win... It will not take away from it because I could see more people saying, okay, he won the Masters. What are you going to do for an encore? Right? What about the next major? You know, What's he going to do then? You're always going to have it in the back of your mind that you never know when Tiger Woods is going to pick it up and all of a sudden put up a great performance. Anyway, must watch TV tomorrow. We'll get into that. If you want to talk about that, I know you golfers love this stuff. It's like Christmas for you, so we don't want you to you know, put the, you on the back burner. You can get a hold of us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Um, and just let us know. Is Tiger going to go and make the run win this thing? Will he fall apart? Is it just wishful thinking? Are you even surprised that he's this high after three days? I mean, he hasn't won a major since, what is it, towards 2008. So, 2008, um, yeah. Yeah, so it, uh, why, what a drought that is. Is Tiger back? Are you pumped up? Um, I want to hear from the golf fans uh, on Twitter. Again, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. I don't say that a lot. You hear me stuttering now. When I, I say, know. I want to hear from the golf fans. I'm like, come I started to stutter there for a second there. I know. Stutter? Yeah, I will say this. One yeah. thing you never do are at a loss yeah. for words, but it yeah. does sound like... I, I was at a loss of words. I'm, like, oh, 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 I'm choking. <laughs> a man can only dream. A man can only dream. I was... I'm at a loss of words. I'm like, okay, am I really asking for this? I'm asking for golfers to go ahead and tweet on in, but I guess that's where we are. So uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to all the Tiger Wood fans. No doubt about that. But crazy day in the NBA or what? I mean, who would have thought... 
Um, I, look, I thought maybe the Sixers had a chance to lose, especially with some injuries in Joel Embiid. We'll get to that. But Magic beating Toronto, we should have seen that coming with the history of the Raptors uh, when it comes to the playoffs. What a crazy day in the NBA. Crazy day in the NBA, and there's so it's amazing. We're only three games in, and there's yeah. so much to peel back because I feel like we spent all year long. Oh, the East is so improved, and uh, there's some real teams this year. And then the second seed loses, then the third seed loses, both at home. And that's not to say they can't come back to win the series, but it's to say that even these teams that are supposedly so incredibly improved in the Eastern Conference, Toronto, which as you just alluded to, Arnie, has a history of not playing oh, well in the playoffs. I think they were like 2-14 and 14 or something like that. I heard the Sager say in their uh, first round playoff matches or in, in game ones and in game ones at home, they're like 1-8. and eight. That's embarrassing or something. It's unbelievable, and I, I was looking it up today. They have won 50 or more games the last four seasons. They've won like 48 or more games the last six seasons. Wow. They've made it out of the second round of the playoffs once, and they went to the Eastern Conference Finals that year and got smoked. So uh, this is nothing new, them being in this position where they're one of the top seeds coming in, and it's not new that they're struggling. It's new that they have Kawhi Leonard and they're struggling. So, sure. I mean, there was a surprise there, and it just plays into my hand that if they get eliminated in the first round, Kawhi, I think, would take off more so than sticking around if that happens. Oh, I don't disagree. Well, it, the problem with Kawhi is nobody knows what's going on in his head because he doesn't speak. Yeah. So it's hard to know exactly, but this does, I'll say this, this does not feel like a Paul George situation in OKC where you could tell, even last year, look, everyone still thought he was going to the Lakers. But you could tell that he enjoyed being there, that he enjoyed playing with Westbrook. I don't know if Kawhi Leonard really enjoys anything, to be honest, but I have no feel like, is he happy there? Is he not happy there? Is he uh, excited about being I just I know nothing about what's going on in that man's head. If there's one person I'm not worried about taking my job uh, for a three-hour talk show would be Kawhi <laughs> Leonard. I, that's fair. I, I, I don't think that's really his you know forte. Maybe something else. Maybe he could do TV or something, but... Uh, three-hour long form uh, and give your opinion uh, talk show format five days a week. I'm not so sure that that's really up his alley out there. Uh, well, just, you know, what did you think of the Sixers game? Because that, to me, was absolutely embarrassing. Look, nothing to take away from Brooklyn, who was a pretty good team and just above 500, but Philadelphia, um, I mean, uh, 50 wins, 51 wins, uh, once again, Simmons, nine points. Did he play the whole game, or was he just playing like a quarter? I, and then he made that comment about the fans after the game um, that were booing the team. Matter of fact, uh, we have that. Listen, listen to what Simmons said after the game, after his stellar performance <laughs> of, of nine points and a big seven rebounds and three assists. Don't forget about that. Here's what he had to say. If you're going to boo, then stay on that side. So I feel if you're a six fan, you're going to boo, stay on the side. Stand on the wow. side so you can hear them better? Is, is that is that why? He really knows how to endear himself to a yeah. fan base, huh? Yeah, that, that's a pretty good way to – and you know, it's not like the Philadelphia fans uh, – um, you know, won't take that to heart. I'm sure they'll just wash uh, that off. I mean, they won't have anything to say about that. Listen, Philly fans are notoriously tough. We get that, right? But they also stood by this organization for five years of losing seasons. And yeah, like this is the year that it's supposed to come together. You won a playoff series last year. You're supposed to make a real run this year. You traded for Jimmy Butler and you come out and throw a stink bomb in game one. And oh, by the way, Arnie, it's like you said, Ben Simmons, the all-star, 
one of the faces of the franchise, nine yeah. points, as many turnovers as he has assists. Yeah. Can't hit a three-pointer. And it's the fans' fault that they got run out of the gym in game one. I know it was a nine-point final score. But, oh, it wasn't even that close. Though. But that's what I'm saying. They were down yeah. They were down nine after the first quarter, and it never yeah. got better from there. How do you get down by nine in the first quarter? In the first game, you come out flat like that. You come out with no umph. You, you come out with nothing like that. And especially, you know, the big question was Joe Embiid and his knee. Now, he didn't have the best of games. He did score 22, but his shooting was only five of 15. But he got the big rebounds, 15 rebounds. He did what he had to do, but you don't get down by nine in the first quarter. Well, exactly. And then you blame the fans after the game because they're upset. And, like, look, you know, we've had conversations all year about fans, what is crossing the line uh, with the Westbrook stuff in Utah and all that. That's obviously a completely different ball game. But if you're a fan and you just paid a bunch of money for tickets to a playoff game, and, like, look, it's not all about spending money, but it is also about you want your team to come out and play hard and look like they're ready to go. The, The Sixers fans didn't get that today. I just thought it was such a bad look by Ben Simmons. I mean, just just all you got to say is, you know, I'm an all-star. I should have played better. I deserve to be booed today. Instead, it's like, like why are you going there, man? I, I was so disappointed to hear him say that. Which was a worse loss, uh, Toronto or Philadelphia? So I'm going to say Toronto, and I'll tell you why. Philly, first of all, as you said, Joel Embiid, not 100%. Nah. Eh, but uh, Toronto has the history. They, they remember. Let's never forget. Last year yeah. they were the one seed, right. and they pseudo blew it up. They traded an all star to get Kawhi Leonard because they thought that they had hit their ceiling with last year's team. And fast forward to this year, what happens? They lose game one again. And by the way, it was a game that they could have won. Marcus Gasol missed a wide-open three-pointer that would have given him the lead. DJ Augustine gets a wide-open three-pointer to give Orlando the lead. I think it, I'm more frustrated tonight. Even though the, the Sixers fans made noise by booing, I'm more frustrated if I'm a Raptors fan than a Sixers fan. Well, I, I, watching the last play again on the Augustine three-pointer, they had him covered. He Then there was a pick set, and for some reason, the guy that went to pick him up on the switch decides, hey, I'm going to back off. And give him the three because I'm afraid he's going to drive by me. Um, Boom, three-pointer. What are you thinking about? That's exactly what he wanted to do. You make him drive to the bucket. Uh, You're a seven-footer, and then you'll block his shot. You you can't give him an open three-pointer at that point in the game. I totally agree. And oh, by the way, the magic, the other thing too, I mean, say what you want about Brooklyn. I get it. They're a young team too. But the magic, none of those guys have ever been in a playoff situation. Like... I mean, Aaron. Look at look at the roster. Aaron Gordon, Jonathan Isaac, Vucevic. These are not guys that should go on to another team's home court that won fifty whatever games this year and steal a game one. It's a credit to them. We don't want to take it away from them, but like it kind of feels like it's the same old Raptors, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. Well, how could it not? Yeah. How could it not be the same old Raptors? Look at their history in game ones, and like I told you, one in eight in home games. In Jeez. game one. That, that's unfathomable. Fathom, it's easy for me to say. How about that there, <laughs> Torres? Well, remember last year they played, they played the Cavs, and last year it was in uh, the second round, and yeah. it's supposed to be different, and they're the one seed, and da-da-da-da, and they lost, and I believe they got swept by the Cavs last year. So it's, it's, you know, it's whatever. I, I understand people saying Philly took a worse loss. I think this is much worse for Toronto.
All right, we're off and running. You want to get a hold of us, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Coming up next, Michael Lee of The Athletic will continue with some NBA talk. Uh, who had it worst? Uh, what was a worse loss, Philadelphia or, of course, Toronto? We'll get to that coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right. Good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier. Busy. Busy Saturday night. Getting a lot. On Twitter, if you want to get a hold of us, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Like this one that says, I have to agree with what Torres said, uh, whether the Sixers or Raptors. He hit it on the nail that the Raptors 
having the loss was pretty bad. Listening to the Do Best folks on Saturday night, wow. sneaking genius and Aaron Torres. He probably meant more for me, more about me than you, Torres, but that's okay. Uh, I don't think so. He said I think it was more of a compliment for me, but whatever. You could tag along on this one. Um, I don't. I, I, I think yeah. you're delusional. But. Uh, sneaking genius, I'm working tomorrow night to uh, get some, uh, what does it say? I'm working tomorrow, last night, to get some talk radio in, so make me laugh, funny man. Tell me a story or brag about your three-point shooting at the Y. Did I, I put up, I, I got like a thousand views on my last one at the um, Williston Central School. I got into a fight on Monday, by the way. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah. With some the, like, guy, some 26-year-old kid pushed me down uh, in the back and pushed me to the ground. Wow. Did you get yeah. up swinging like KD did in that in the the Warriors game tonight? or what? I, I did get up swinging, but it took me 20 minutes to get up. So. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> did you break your hip, too? I'm sorry. No, the hip didn't break, though. Knock wood. Knock wood. Knock wood. But so. Did you see, by the way, Alabama spring game today? Nick Saban said he's got a bad hip. He might need surgery. So. No. Don't say it ain't so. Is he going to be okay for the opener? Or? <laughs> yeah. Well, he said something to the effect of, I don't want to just coach one more year. I want to coach... Uh, many more years, which I'm sure is terrifying to every other SEC school. So I think he's going to get surgery here coming up soon. Uh, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one while efforting uh, Michael Lee from the Athletic. He covers the NBA, so obviously we'll talk about who is a or which team had the worst loss. Is it Philadelphia? Uh, or is it, of course, um, when you take a look at it, Toronto, which also had high expectations. And by the way, you know, just a little hockey, Columbus up two games to nothing against Tampa, who had the best record in like the history of the NHL. So all, right. all kinds of craziness going on in the uh, in the uh, in the playoffs. Give me the thirty second rundown of what's been going on in the NHL playoffs because I have no idea. Oh, yeah. You haven't been uh, following a little bit of that NHL stuff? I was traveling this week, and so, you know, if it was on in the background, I watched it for half a second. I know the Islanders are good this year, so that's fun. Um, Well, just today, I was watching the Bruin game today. They were down one game to nothing, and they came out like gangbusters, dominated Toronto, um, beat them every which way possible, Uh, physical, uh, outshot them. Just a, a complete domination. So they won today, four to one. They even that series. Capitals won today Caps. Um, in overtime. So overtime, now they're up okay. two games to uh, nothing. Predators uh, won uh, two to one in overtime. Of course, Clay Travis out in Nashville. So really that like their series, back line this year. So that, that that's going to be a good series. And of course, uh, the game is on now between Calgary and. The, um, we got four TVs in studio, and there's a game on, and we're not watching it? Come on, There's two games. Are you not watching San Antonio-Denver? Do you have that game on or what? That one we do have on, yes. San Antonio up 37-30 with uh, And, of course, you're in Los Angeles, so you don't get to see Dodger games like I do. Yeah, how they doing? <laughs> they okay? How the Mets? By the way, I read a good article about yeah. the Mets' new GM this year, this week. It was in Sports Illustrated. Well, the Mets are off to a good start. They yeah. lost today, though, but they're nine and five, so you know, no, no complaints. I, I didn't think they were gonna, you know, be horrible, but I was, I was hoping for a run into the playoffs. That's for sure. You're in first place. You got a half a game lead. It's over. Yeah. They, Last the, year we were in first place, even more so than this, and it all fell apart. So. I mean, okay. give it some time. Give it some time. It, it's just getting going. There's only another 140-something games left, which is why I think – did you hear about the NBA? Um, uh, Commissioner Silver was uh. talking about um, making the game shorter from maybe 48 minutes to 40 minutes and playing less games also. I think that's going to be the wave of the future. I think that might be the way to go. That might pass someday. Okay, so explain this to me, Arnie. So in the past – 
you know, since the NBA has been a thing, yeah. right? 30, 40 years, we've improved travel. Guys yes. used to literally fly on regular planes with regular people. We've improved strength and conditioning. We've improved training. We've in- improved recovery. So why do guys need more time off now, not less? I don't understand that. They're getting well, soft, these millennials, is what I'm trying to say. It's but not that they, well, first of all, the game is also more physical. So is it really, though? Is it more physical? You don't I think mean, of beating now more so than you did back when, you know, like in the 50s or something, 60s? I don't know. The bad boy Pistons were pretty bad, man. Rick Mahorn from Rick Mahorn from right right in my neighborhood of Hartford, yeah, Connecticut. That was in the fifties and sixties. Um, I, I think they have to do something because fans aren't staying engaged for the entire season. That's why I think because there's a problem the players with Major aren't engaged. Well, that, that's why I think there's a problem in Major League Baseball, which is 162 is way too many. Uh, and I'm not saying cut it back, but do the split season. So you have two opening days, two pennant races, more teams vying for a playoff spot. I, I think that's what's going to happen for baseball. And, and, and the NBA is just a step ahead of everybody else. I think, uh, yeah, I, I just don't understand why these players. Uh, Adam Silver has already changed the entire schedule. The season starts two weeks earlier. There's less back to backs. There's less uh, three games in four night kind of deal, four games in five nights. Like, at some point, these guys just got to stop being soft. Like, what did Kobe Bryant come out and say like two or three weeks ago? He said, if I could physically walk into the building, I was playing. I don't understand why these guys need all this time off. It makes no Are sense. Are you okay to go from 48 minutes down to 40 minutes? No. Or is that going to take away too many of these uh, the stats and stuff like that? So I'll tell you this. So that would that would uh, cut the game by one-sixth, sixth, right? Because it'd go down from 48 to 40. That'd be one-sixth less. Are, are the players going to take one-sixth less of the salary? Is that how it's going? Oh no, work? that that that's not going to happen. You can forget I about mean, that. Like I don't want to sound like grumpy old man on the radio, but that's but obviously what but that's yeah. what I do. Like you're getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball. For by the way, it's 6 months out of the year. You have games tops 3 nights a week. Just suck it up and play. Like you're getting paid millions of dollars. You you have the best training staffs in the world. Right. You have the best travel in the world. You have a masseuse on staff. I mean, it doesn't seem that hard to me. Now, if you're hurt, you're hurt. Right. But if if you're just, and look, I think there are certain guys that get to a certain point in their career. LeBron, I'll give the benefit of the doubt. He's been in the league 18 years or 17 years or whatever. Okay, if he wants a night off, whatever. But the rest of these guys, you're 24, 25, 26 years old. Just play. Just suck it up. I don't get it. Like, like, like I said, I don't want to be the guy that's like, oh, you're getting paid millions, blah, blah, blah. But you are. You're getting paid a lot of money to do a job, so do it. I don't understand what's so hard. All right, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. Um, what What's so hard is, and I'll tell you this, I may be in favor of reducing the games for, from 48 to 40 because of the physicality going on now. Um, as for how many games you play in a season, I'm, I'm going to cut them a little slack also because – Instead of, you know, why have them sit on the sidelines? Kawhi Leonard, I think, played in, what, 60, 62 games? Instead of missing 20 games, why not just play 10 less or something like that? Because a lot of these guys aren't playing anyway, Aaron. I don't believe that guys would play. I I think that they would just keep finding ways to take games off. Like, I I mean, because if you go back, again, to two or three years ago, there was this big complaint that, um, that guys were missing these big nationally televised games, if you remember. I know you do. And so the commissioner went out of his way 
to rearrange the schedule so that guys had, like I said, the season starts two weeks earlier, which gives guys more time. It gives them a big break at the All-Star game. The All-Star game break is now like a week-long thing. How many back-to-back games do they have now compared to back in the day, you know? Yeah, we'd have to look it up, but the point yeah. is, is that we just changed the rules two years ago to avoid this. And so I think if we change the rules to 40 minutes or to 75 games or whatever it is, guys are still going to take nights off. And like I just think at a certain point, you just got to suck it up and play. I, I think there's only so much the NBA can do. And I think at a certain point, like guys just got to come out and play. I think the next wave of the future is what they did with Will Ch- or they tried to do with Will Chamberlain, where they said, you know what, Will, how about if you just play the home games? I can see something like that with LeBron going out in Los Angeles as we get further on down the line, where they say, how about just playing the home games, and then, of course, add the game against the Clippers because there's no travel, and then maybe you play against the, the Suns and some of the other close teams, and you take about 20-something games off a year or, or 30-something games off a year. I, I see that the wave of the future. Well, if you remember, I mean, the the one that sticks out to me that was similar to that, remember in baseball when Roger Clemens kept coming back in like June, July, whatever, and he would just take the first half of the season off? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I think for a guy like LeBron, I get it. I guess just my point is, is is like, and even Kawhi, like if Kawhi doesn't feel like he's at full strength or he's still coming back because he missed all last season, that's fine. But I like, why are we changing the entire structure of the league for because three or four guys are sitting out. And to me, I just, I don't know. I, I don't get it. I, I really don't. I mean, eight, we've played 82 games forever. Wilt Chamberlain survived. Bill Russell survived. Kobe Bryant survived. Kobe played 82 games in his final season. Like, let's just keep playing 82 games. It's working out really well. Uh, Eric says, hey, Torres, can Patrick Beverly do us all a favor and beat down stinking genius instead of Kevin Durant? Oh, I'm going to I'm going to like that one. You know, this Eric Stevens guy seems like a really smart guy. I like him. Justin says the biggest choker ever is thinking genius over the Raptors. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting shots. Here. I haven't even done anything wrong yet. Why are you a choker? I don't know. I, I don't know what I've done wrong yet. We're going to come back. We've got to take a side. I'm going to put you on the spot um, because it's either you're on Philadelphia's side or you're on Amir Johnson's side. We'll get to that story coming up next. But first, let's check in with DeSager for the first time tonight. What's going on, DeSager? Hello, gentlemen, and I'm glad you mentioned they just changed the stinking rules with the Thank schedule. Thank you, DeSager. NBA. We started in mid-October of the season so they could spread it out more and have fewer back-to-backs, and absolutely no one plays four and five nights anymore, nothing like that. In fact... Four years ago, it was back-to-backs 19 times per team on average. Now it's only 13 times in a whole season over, what, six months? Jeez. So, yes, they've done something about it, and still load management keeps creeping up. And so guys, and I'm talking about fans, who pay full price for tickets still don't get to see the stars they paid the ticket price for, Thank you, even DeSager. though they have spread out the schedule. It's ridiculous. Thank you, DeSager. Wow. Voice of reason. Thank, Thank you. you. NBA playoff opener at two seed in the West Denver right now. And my goodness, the Spurs are ahead 45-35 over the Nuggets. That's awesome. Five minutes to go in the first half. Number one seed in the West, Golden State beat the Clippers 121-104. Steph Curry, 38 points and a career-high 15 rebounds. Two surprises in the East in Game 1s. It was Orlando winning at Toronto, 104-101 on a late three-pointer by DJ Augustine, who had 25 points. Brooklyn won at Philadelphia. Philadelphia 111-102. Joel Embiid with his sore knee did play. He had 22 points, 15 rebounds, 5 blocks, but Philly from three-point range were 
23 for 25. Luke Walton reportedly agreed to become the new head coach at Sacramento with a contract through 2023, same as the general managers there. Great news, there's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. In the late NHL playoff game, it's scoreless after the first period. Colorado at number one, Calgary. Overtime wins for Washington and Nashville. Boston won tonight at home, 4-1 over Toronto. NASCAR victory on Fox this evening at Richmond for Martin Truex Jr. To Major League Baseball, the Dodgers are staring a sixth straight loss in the face. They're trailing at home, top of the eighth to Milwaukee, 4-1. Cody Bellinger has hit his ninth homer. Houston going for its eighth straight win, and they're up 3-1 at Seattle in the top of the eighth. The other late game, Padres are winning again. In the ninth, 5-4. San Diego ahead at Arizona. The guys are back in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres, back to you. All right, thanks a lot to Sager. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Remember now, it's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or you can give them a call at 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. You could reach us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Great sports talk radio night. Great Saturday night. All right, Torres, I, I don't know if I'm going to make a controversy out of this or it's just um, all settled and it's not that big of a deal. I'm kind of curious where you stay on this. Amir Johnson um, was caught on camera looking at a cell phone. Now, uh, was it Joel Embiid's cell phone or was it his cell phone? I think it was his cell phone, and Joel Embiid was looking at it with him. By the way, that is NBA rules violation. Um, it's completely unacceptable. We'll deal with it internally. Uh, that's what the coach said, the Coach Brown said. It's something we are not and certainly don't condone. Now, we found out later on that it was because he had a sick child and he was checking on his sick child. Um, the final statement was the 76er organization has fined Amir Johnson for conduct detrimental to the team. I've addressed the matter with Amir directly, and he understands why his actions were unacceptable. We were moving forward together, and our focus now will be on game two. My question is this. If he really has a sick child— He doesn't have a sick child. Why do you say Obviously. that? Obviously. They wouldn't have fined him if he had a sick child. Well, it is against NBA rules. Yeah, but I mean, it's a, if he had a sick child, the team would say we don't condone the behavior. But Amir has a serious off the court issue that bingo. He was oh, so you agree bingo. with me? Wow, I do agree with you. Only the fact is that they would have put that in the statement. While we don't agree with what Amir Johnson did, we understand that family and uh, it, it certainly takes precedent. Um, and he has a very sick child. That being said, we still had to find him because it's against NBA rules. Um, um, he understands that he can't do that. We wish Amir Johnson's family and his young girl uh, absolute health. Of course. And we're going to move forward and move on the game, too. Listen, we don't yeah. disagree. Um, so I don't know if this is going to be controversial because we're both on the same side well, on this. No, no, one. no. But th- th- don't we have to rip the Philadelphia 76ers then for fining him or they should have fined him? Yeah, they should have fined him. He broke one. He broke the whatever the collective bargaining agreement. Two, he's just a knucklehead. Don't bring your phone to the bench. And if it is a serious issue, which it wasn't, because it would have been addressed in the in the press release, as you said. Well, one, by the way, if it's that serious, 
don't be with the team. But two, if you're going to be, then like we just said, then, then I think that the team would have been more forgiving in that statement. So Now, he was inactive for this game, was he not? So I believe so, yeah. If Knockwood, and I'm not questioning, but if your child's really sick, then they would understand if you didn't come to the game. Would you not? Would, would any of us have said anything about why a guy who's not active is not at the game because he has a sick child? I it wouldn't even be a, a tenth of a story. We wouldn't even have brought that up, to be honest with you. Yeah, look, it was a bad lie by Joel Embiid. He got caught in the lie. It is what it is. What do you think about the... Let's just assume, and maybe we're going to look... You, you sound very sure that he doesn't have a sick kid. He doesn't have a sick kid. He doesn't. Arnie, I mean, come on. We all we all tell white lies. We all get caught doing dumb stuff. Right, but I mean, I'm going to feel bad because as soon as it happened, it got... You, you, if you read on Twitter... Oh my goodness, this is unacceptable. Or he's checking what Tiger's doing. Or he doesn't <laughs> care about it in the game. Or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I think and then I, it comes out that he's got a sick kid and everybody's back on Twitter deleting what they said before. You know what I'm saying? I think what he was doing was downloading the iHeartRadio app so he could listen to Torres and Spanier yes. after the game. Yes. Uh, no, look, I mean, here's my thing is that, again, if he had a sick kid, it would have been addressed in the press release. So here is my question for you, yeah. Arnie. I am going to work from the assumption that his kid is not sick. And if I'm wrong, That's then everyone... That's kind of dangerous. Then everyone people are going to rip you. Yeah. Every, listen, I get ripped all the time. Listen, yeah. I work with you, so I, I'm used to... I, I've seen a lot of rippings in my day. Yes, Usually yes. you're on the other end. Right. But let's assume that his kid isn't sick. And, it, it, and I'll take the L on this one if that happens. Do you have a problem with him having a phone on the bench? Because yes. I do too, yeah. By the way, they say it was Joe Embiid who gave the sick child excuse. Yep. So we really can't put the blame on Amir Johnson then. Oh, except I, for having the cell phone. Yeah, well, that's what yeah. I was going to say. No, that's yeah. what I just said. It was clearly Joel Embiid trying to cover for his buddy. You know, look, listen, you know, you maybe, listen, let's make it a relatable thing. Uh, you know, you're, you are you get caught uh, maybe texting a female that you shouldn't be texting when you're in a relationship. And your buddy says, oh, no, he was texting me. It's like, no, you have proof that it was you were texting the wrong person. And so I think Joel Embiid was caught in a lie. I think he was trying to protect his buddy. By the way, Joel Embiid obviously has way more sway in the organization. Nobody's going to yell at Joel Embiid because he's the most important player in the organization. Right. right. Um, Is that kind of like Anthony Davis saying, I don't dress myself? Arnie, do, don't, do not did get just, me started on Anthony Davis. Did you see with the that's all, folks? Oh, I, I don't dress myself. Whatever they just put out for me, I, I just put on. I didn't know what I put on. I, I, I believe that, though. That, that's I, I believe that 100%. Listen, I'm a glasses half full guy, and I don't want to go crushing everybody in the NBA Yeah, tonight. go ahead. But, like, come on. You know, this is what I'm talking about with these yes. guys that are so delusional. I mean, the city of they New Orleans. They must think we're stupid. They must think we're stupid. And the city of New Orleans has embraced this guy since he was 18 years old. He quit on the team midseason. He threw a tantrum because he couldn't get traded to the team that he wanted. He sat out while he's under contract and fully healthy, and he's supposed to be the face of the organization. And he thinks he's so clever and so cute by wearing this shirt. And then, oh, uh, uh, somebody put it out for me. I didn't even see what it said. Shut up, man. Come on. Be man better up. than that. Own yeah. it. Own it. You're going to wear it. Own it for crying out loud. Yeah, or don't wear it. Just, again, it's what we were saying a minute ago with Ben Simmons. Just say, if this was your last game in New Orleans, which it probably was, I had a great X number of years here. I'm sorry that it didn't work out. By the way, it didn't work out because I quit on my team, but you can leave that part out. Uh, and just be like, and just say like, like, or like you said, Arnie, just say, I, I, I own it. 
it was I thought it was funny. Maybe it was in poor taste. Maybe people but I, I think these these NBA players, they have been so coddled, the superstars, they're so delusional over like what's socially acceptable and what's not. By the way, if Denver loses this game tonight, what's the worst loss? Denver, uh Toronto, or uh, Philadelphia? You tell out of those three teams. I would still say Toronto because Denver. Yeah. This Denver. Denver hasn't been in the playoffs in six years. Yeah, but you know, pretty high seed there. They are also playing the Spurs, though. The Spurs. The Spurs. You know, Pop's just got that that magic going, man. Where it doesn't matter who his guys are, they're always playing hard. They're always competitive. I guess that's just called good coaching. But uh, no, I, w- I would still say the Raptors. You disagree? Um, I, I would probably say the Raptors only. Uh, what makes it a little bit more tougher is because of their history. So we really shouldn't be surprised. But again, having Kawhi Leonard, um, you know, you think that they were going to turn the corner and maybe start a new future with this uh, playoff situation. It didn't, and they lost. And what an embarrassing loss, too. And they got down by, I think, like 16 points at one point in this game. Well, and that's why, to me, it's because of the history, and it's because we've been sold all year that history is going to change because you have Kawhi Leonard. And to a point that you brought up a minute ago, Arnie, they rested Kawhi throughout the season so that he could be ready for today. And by the way, Kawhi played fine. I'm not saying he's the reason that they lost. But like, right. they, they're one of those teams now where they're no longer judged by what they do in the regular season. It's about are you going to deliver in the playoffs or not. And you have all the stats, Arnie. You can share with the audience what the stats are. But once again, in a game one at home, they lost. And this is a trend for them. Uh, Roberto says, thinking genius wrong. He could have and should have asked the coach if he could go to the locker room to find out about his kids. If the child was seriously ill, he shouldn't be there. Hope there's a fine. So uh, we'll see what happens. When we get back, though, somebody's got a new job. We'll tell you about that. He's Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. This is Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta. CNN's chief medical correspondent. And this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford 
Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Discover alerts you if they find you're a social security on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members, so just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, busy. Saturday night, somebody's got a new job, Torres. Tell you about that in like 10 seconds because uh, I want you to know that the Brewers have a 4-1 lead over our L.A. Dodgers. That game in the top of the seven, so uh, we'll keep you updated on uh, that one. I think there's only a couple of games still going on, but Luke Walton's got a new job, head coach of the Sacramento Kings. I thought it was uh, you. I was hoping yeah. you were well, you were hoping. You were hoping. I know that. You were... You were hoping you would, you would trade me if you could. I know you. Oh, a talk show for, host and, to be named later. Yeah, yeah. A talk yeah. show host to be named later in Twinkies. Um, but uh, Luke Walton was in high demand. Didn't take him long to find another job once the Lakers decided that they wanted to cut bait from him. What do you think about that? I I love that Sacramento job for him. I think it's a great situation. Yeah, I I think you know throughout the show we'll probably get more into this Lakers deal, but I don't think he's the reason that things went south. Uh, they were in fourth place when everybody was healthy. I think LeBron is the biggest reason to blame for why things went bad. And so, look, you know, he's the coach. He doesn't get to pick the players. He didn't have a say in the roster that was put together. But he was brought to L.A. to coach all these young guys, and I thought he did a pretty good job of it last year before LeBron, before the other vets. I think he's going to be good in, in Sacramento. I think it's a perfect situation. They've got an up-and-coming team. Uh, I think Walton's going to do a good job. I think he's a good coach, um, but he's not as good as the coaches you saw in Sacramento, excuse me, as you saw in Golden State, but he's not as bad as of a coach as you saw with the Lakers this year. The question is, is he somewhere in the middle or is coaching overrated? I mean, you can only just do what, what's given to you. I mean, how many wins would Steve Kerr have if he was coaching the New York Knicks right now? Uh, well, he wouldn't have any because he would have been fired years ago when he almost took the job. So, I, listen, I, I think coaching is to a degree overrated, but it, but in a lot of ways it isn't either, right? Like we were just talking about this a minute ago. The Spurs are up eight and a half to the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets, the two seed in the West. The Spurs, they traded their best player in the offseason, a franchise cornerstone. And Greg Popovich continues to get the job done. And so I just look at it from Luke Walton's perspective. I think that that when he, he was brought in to coach those young guys, I thought he right. did a really good job. And then when LeBron tried to trade half of when LeBron got hurt... And then, rather than looking himself in the mirror and holding himself partially accountable for the team's struggles, just tried to trade the whole team for Anthony Davis, like, I don't think that's Luke Walton's fault that the team quit on everybody. No, you cannot even look at anything Luke Walton did as a head coach of the Lakers 
and put that down on his resume. First of all, when you have the biggest superstar, maybe the best, uh, the biggest name uh, in all of the NBA, perhaps the best player in the history of the NBA, LeBron James, turning his back on you on a timeout, um, you know, and not paying attention while the coach is talking, um, and another time coming into the stadium. Um, with wine, even though he wasn't playing. <laughs> yep. it, it's just so disrespectful that nobody's really going to respect the coach when you see the big star doing something like that. Of course, and they don't want to play with the big star because the big star tried to trade him. By the way, while we are on the subject of the Lakers, Jake yeah. Keenan just brought up a great point on Twitter. Yes. He said, tell Stinkin' Genius to man up for once and do the honorable thing and quit FSR like Magic did with the Lakers. Wow! Jake, I like I you, Jake. I hit the like button on that, by the way. I hit the like button on that. I like Jake. He's a, he's yeah. a bright guy. He's, he's, like a, he's guy. an ideas guy. I like where his head's at tonight. Are you mad at Magic if you're a Laker fan? Forget about if you're mad at Magic. I'll re-ask the question. Are you mad at Magic if you're a Laker fan? Um... I don't really think so. I mean, I don't think so either. It seems so many people are mad at him. I'm not sure why because I don't think he with look with the Dodgers and his restaurants and family and his age. I mean, there's only so many hours in a day, and his well, job was a full time job. Well, and beyond that, what can what could he really do? I mean, Paul George didn't want to come to L. A. Right. Uh, the Pelicans clearly were not willing to trade Anthony Davis to yet. Right. Yet, yet, exactly. Right. But there's only so much that he could do with the roster. The only thing that I think he regrets in hindsight is some of those one-year deals he handed out last offseason. But he's drafted well. He brought, at the time, the best player on the planet to the Lakers. I don't really know how much of this is Magic's fault, even though it didn't work out. I think the Laker fans should say, okay, we gave it a try with Magic, but we're ready to move on. It shouldn't be a day of, uh, oh my goodness, Magic's gone. The whole thing um, is, is, is blowing up. So uh, I, I really think they can move on from this. And I guess Jeannie Buss is getting a bad rap, and I'm totally on Jeannie's side. So we'll get into that also. But hour one in the books, we just crushed it. Absolutely just went right through this thing like uh, unbelievable, like a knife through hot butter. We'll come on back. We will start with Michael Lee. More into the NBA. Let's not forget about Tiger. And DeSager's going to join us. So we got a busy hour or two uh, coming up next. All that's next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. All right, everybody. Good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance? What do you have to do? Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. He's Aaron Torres. You can reach him at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Great Saturday night. Torres, I want to get right to our guest. Joining us now, uh, senior writer for The Athletic, covers the NBA. It's uh, Michael Lee. How you doing, Michael? Hey, I'm doing great. Thanks a lot for joining us. And uh, first of all, right off the bat, were you shocked at all the upsets? Toronto losing today, Philadelphia losing. Right now, Denver behind the San Antonio. Shocking to see all these upsets or what? Um, the Denver one's probably the least shocking just considering that the Spurs have more playoff experience and they have Popovich, a guy who's won five championships. Brooklyn and uh, um, Toronto and against Orlando, now those are shockers um, because – I think that Toronto and Philly are two teams that most people expect that will be there, um, especially in the second round. And one of them you expect to get to the conference finals. So I think that the fact that they pretty much got handled at home, at least the Sixers did, and then that the Raptors just couldn't find a way to, to beat the Magic, I mean, that, that that's the kind of stuff that's a little surprising. Although I will say this, knowing how the Raptors – play terribly in game ones yeah. um, you know since uh, huh. this is all started I, I think that what there's something like one and nine or something one uh, and eight at home one. and like two and 14 overall in game ones it's horrible yeah it's pretty pretty bad so um, but yeah that, that, that that's not a surprise but considering how the bottom of the east um, just seemed like they were just going to be pushovers but I will say this um, you know when you when you look at just the teams, it's not necessarily the talent on the teams, but it's just the matchup problems they present. And for Philadelphia, you know, going up against three playmaking, penetrating guards who can just, you know, create their own shot, that's what's been giving them trouble all year. If you have one of them, they have problems with them. They have three of them. So just the matchups, I think, are what's going to make these series interesting. What did you make of uh, Ben Simmons' comments after Game One today? Yeah. For people who didn't see it, basically he the team was booed, and he basically said, "If if you're not with us, you're not with us. Stay on the other side." What did you make of those comments? I thought it was pretty immature, and Agreed. also just um, kind of ignorant to where he's playing. I mean, he's played for Philadelphia. Sure, I mean, we know the notorious reputation for Seventy Sixers fans. Any Philadelphia fans, you know, if you don't perform, you're going to get booed. And when you have a game as 
bad as he did with nine points and seven rebounds and three assists and you miss all the free throws, you have a critical turnover, you deserve the booze. You have to give them an alternative because we know that if they they won the game and he has, you know, 20, 10, and 10, then everyone's going to be cheering him. So there's a way you can solve that. And calling them out and saying it's down that side is not the way to do it. Go out there and play and perform and give them the effort that they pay to see. Um, He's got to figure that out. My other thing too, Michael, is this is an organization that has stood by that team through five straight losing seasons. I'm not saying the boos are necessarily okay, but it's not as though they don't know. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it's not as though they don't know their basketball and appreciate this team. Exactly, and he's got to figure that. He's got to learn that too. I mean, um, the last way to get the fans on your side is by calling them out and saying they don't know what they're talking about. Um, they know they know what they saw out there on the floor. They saw a team just get kind of run off the floor by a team, uh, another squad that doesn't have a lot of playoff experience and is the lower seed. I mean, these people uh, they say they have a fifty-one team, fifty-one win team that they expect to go deep this year and to not bring it in game one, even if Joel Embiid's um, limited or whatever the case may be. Um, it's just unacceptable, and the only way you can get the fans on your side is by giving them something to cheer about. Yeah, they you, didn't you, do that. You know, Michael, you say, you know, well, I, I kind of agree, don't call him out. Why would you call him out if you're the fans when you could just call Amir Johnson's phone and he could hand it to him and you could speak <laughs> to him on the phone? Oh, that's a joke, that's a joke. Oh, but wait, I, I just, what do you, what do you think of the fine? Um, look, if Amir Johnson's kid, that is a great joke, though. If Amir Johnson's kid's really sick, um, there's no joke about that. Um, I'm still surprised Philadelphia would fine him for that if his kid's really sick. Or was Joe B just making up uh, a little bit of a fib there? Uh, what, what do you think really happened well, there? I mean, I, I have no idea what they were looking at, but you could tell that there was some sort of text message. And if you look at their faces as they come up, they look serious and whatever it was. So, um, But that being the case, you are that's your job. And you, I mean, I didn't even know if you had pockets in those in those pants. I thought, yeah. <laughs> I thought you, you know, those uh, little those um those snapaways. I thought you could just you didn't have pockets in them. I didn't have pockets in mine, so I don't know how you were able to transport a phone in there. Um, but even if that's the case, and his, and his kid isn't doing well, I mean, he was inactive, so he didn't have to be on the bench if he wanted to keep track of his child. Um, he could have probably done it from the locker room if that's really what he needed to do. Yeah. Bringing his phone out there. It just sort of reeks of uh, lack of focus, and um, and uh, I think that they probably handled it appropriately because no matter what situation is going on at home, um, you still have an obligation to be professional and to be fully supportive and engaged when you're out there. If he didn't want to do that, then he didn't. She shouldn't have come out there um, and sat on the bench. Uh, Michael, earlier this week you had a sit-down with Kevin Durant for The Athletic, and just yeah. kind of skimming it, yeah, it feels like... I don't want to put words in his mouth, and I certainly don't want to put words in your mouth, but it is almost framed as if this is kind of the last hurrah. Is that the sense that you got being around him this week? Um, well, I actually spoke to him a, a little while ago. I okay. just wanted to have it come out on the night of the playoffs. But um, but but uh, from talking to him, I just got the sense. I just I just wanted to ask him if it's been worth it, you know, because he's kind of had to go through a whole lot um, his entire time in Golden State and taking a lot of – um, you know, darts and things that have been thrown at him. And it's, it's, it should be a little easier for him if you win two finals MVPs and two championships, but he continues to have to deal with a lot of things that um, go outside of the game. And I just kind of wanted to get his impressions of what this time in Oakland has been like. And 
and some of his comments for seem to be in past tenses at the end. Um, but I think that's just the way he phrased it. Um, you know, I think what he what he really wants people to focus on is that his game has benefited immensely from being in Golden State, and that was what motivated him to go there in the first place. And um, you know, he used some pretty frank language in the article, but the main objective I think I got away from it was that he just wanted to play in a system in a scheme that could just maximize his abilities and just kind of really force him out of his comfort zone. You know, in Oklahoma City, they didn't have the kind of offense that could really force him to change the way he played. But by going to um, playing for the Warriors, playing with superior talent, he had to be more discretionary with his shot selection. He had to become more of a playmaker. He had to work on his ball handling so he can make plays for others and also get the shots that he wants where he wants them. And I think so much of that is lost because we get so caught up in all the drama, you know, the free agency speculation and all these things that go on. And, I mean, it comes with it. That's all part of the game. But I think that what he's – I think was probably most frustrating for him is that what he wants people to recognize, that he's a really good player, that he's a dynamic, you know, um, you know, league-altering force in this, <laughs> you know, in the NBA. Um, people just kind of overlook that and dismiss it. Um, and I think he just wants people to just look at what he does on the floor. And unfortunately, that just ain't the case. If you had to go ahead and place a bet on where he's going to be next year, which way are you betting? <laughs> well, the money seems to be on the Knicks. Um, uh, I mean, that's, I don't know if that's going to be the case or not. Um, and, and, and I don't know if that's the case, say if that's the case today. I don't know if that's going to be the case tomorrow or two months from now. You know, um, if they wind up winning a championship and things go smoothly, um, you know, I think he will think about, you know, being a part of something that's truly special and starting, you know, the year in San Francisco next year. Um, but it also may give him more incentive to go elsewhere and just test himself and see what he's capable of doing as sort of the face of another team. Um, I think the one thing that, that anyone who knows Kevin has been around him for a while, they know that the way he feels today it probably may not be the way he feels <laughs> in days or weeks or months from now. What about the Lakers? Um, how do you envision this summer going for them? Obviously, the Ma- Magic Johnson news kind of was shocking in real time, uh, but I think it really like kind of you know puts a, sh- a spotlight on this organization that it doesn't appear as though they really have a plan going forward. Now, the guy that was supposed to kind of see them through it, one of the guys, is now gone. It fe- it, just, it feels like a crazy time with the Lakers. It does, and I think you can all take it back to the death of Jerry Buss. I mean, you can see that the franchise, the culture of the franchise has sort of uh, deteriorated ever since. Um, you think about it, that they added, say, Steve Nash and Dwight Howard to that team, and that was supposed to be the team that brought everything back and everything crumbled with them. And um, so you have, you know, now you have LeBron into the mix, and he's supposed to change things. You have Magic Johnson in the mix, and he's supposed to change things. But you still have sort of this rotten culture that sort of <laughs> needs to be changed. Um, you got rid of you know, uh, Jim Buss, and you've done all these things, but you're still recycling. You're still cycling coaches in and out. Um, now you're having new front office. Um, there's no stability, and I think that this summer really has to be about establishing some, establishing some stability, um, you know, for the organization and having one set vision about what they want to be and what they want to accomplish. Um, you know, if you're going to be in the lottery this many years in a row, then you should be building towards something. But I don't know if that's what they're building for. And the moment they signed LeBron, you basically said we're no longer about developing our young guys. We're about trying to win now. But then they didn't try to get him the actual help that's going to 
uh, result in wins right now. So until they figure out what they want to be and what they want to become, they're going to continue to be a rudderless franchise. And uh, that's been their main objective. You've got to have a plan. And that comes from the top. You know, um, Jeannie's really got to figure out what kind of franchise she wants the Lakers to be. If she just wants to have a bunch of stars and a lot of big names and a lot of drama, then bingo, she won. But if she actually wants to have a franchise that can become the model of the league again, she's got to figure out a plan and stick with it. He's Michael Lee, senior writer for The Athletic. You can go and tweet him at Mr. Michael Lee. Good job, Michael. Love it. Love the KD insight. We'll have to do it again. Appreciate you stopping by. Oh, thanks. Anytime. Appreciate you having me on. Thank you. No, thanks a lot for coming on. Michael Lee, senior writer for The Athletic. Again, you can tweet him at Mr. Michael Lee. I'm starting to get a little teary-eyed. Uh, just the thought of, of Kevin Durant coming to the New York Knicks. I I may have to put in uh, a request to have uh, next uh, June off so I can go to the New York Knicks Parade, Championship Parade. Well, I got teary-eyed laughing at your jokes, Mr. Spanier. You like that? Don't call him out. Just call him uh, out of Amir Johnson's phone. You just like call Amir Johnson's phone. That was a good one. I'm, you know, most of the stuff you say is utter nonsense. That was yeah, actually pretty funny. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'll come up with a good one, right? Every once in a while, uh, a good one sparks there. But, um, yeah, he's he's right on on, on a few fronts. Um, but back to the Kevin Durant thing, though. I I still think he's more fifty one percent to the New York Knicks than fifty one percent staying to the Golden State Warriors. I just don't know what he's chasing. To be honest with you. Well, so here's my question: Is other than just stockpiling championships? I don't really understand what there is left to do in Golden State, right? right? Like, right. like he's not part of that original core. He's never going to be embraced the way that Steph and Clay and I right. think even Draymond to a degree are. I, I, I just think, and it's not like he has to move on or he should move on, but maybe it is just time to move on, and maybe it is time to see if he can cement his legacy once and for all in New York, bring a team a championship that hasn't won one in 40-whatever years, 50 years, whatever it's been. Um, but, I, I I mean, I know what he's chasing, and it's it's I think it's, um, what's the right word, like, Respect, you know, I don't know what it is exactly, but I, I, I don't think he's going to get it in in uh, Golden State, no matter how many championships he wins. Aaron underscore Torres, I'm at stinking genius. One more on today's NBA games, and who's responsible for this Laker mess, and how do you clean it up? We'll get to that coming up next, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break 
and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right. Good evening, everyone. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier on this Saturday night, 13th day of April. They're going to start the 4th. And the Spurs hanging on to a 72-68 lead. Not a great third quarter for both teams. Spurs only had 13 in that one. Uh, Nuggets with 17, so Spurs lead it, though, 72-68 after three quarters of play. So we will keep you updated on that one. You want to get a hold of us, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinkin' Genius 1. What next says, come on, guys, give me a break. With Luke Walton is a good coach, but I blame LeBron for the turmoil. If Walton was such a good coach, he would have won games while LeBron was injured instead, um, losing back-to-back games against CBAers. And the New Jersey Nets, I think, is what it says there. Again, though, he seems to be taking both sides of that, Torres. Is, is he blaming Luke or is he not blaming Luke? I, I don't know how you could blame Luke with an injury to LeBron and everybody else just falling apart. Yeah, I mean, look, these are all factors. Um, but, I mean, look, when any team loses their best player that isn't the Warriors, like, you're going to struggle. I mean, if the Bucks lost Giannis for a month, they're going to struggle. Does that mean Budenholzer's a bad coach? Uh, Raptors, if an extended period of time? Like, it, like, I don't think that it's Luke Walton's fault that his best player got hurt. No. And, oh, oh, by the way, he didn't come back healthy. Right. Um, the, the, the other guys, obviously Lonzo ended the season on the IR. Yeah, nobody talks about that Brandon Ingram too and so I I just think a lot of things lined up against Luke Walton and again I think the other thing too that we got to remember this team was constructed by Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka I think some of the veterans they brought in just frankly did not work out the way that they had hoped so I think there's a lot of blame to go around I just don't put very much of it on Luke Walton Lou says remember Arnie Luke was the assistant coach for Kerr at Golden State. When Kerr missed 34 or 35 games, Luke took over, Luke took over and lost maybe two, if any. 
Um, but again, again, he's not as bad as he was with the Lakers, but he's not as good as he was with Golden State. I think I could have coached that team and only lost two or three games when it was all said and done, Aaron. Sure. No, but that doesn't mean he's a bad coach, though. No, no, not at all. No. Yeah, so I, I, I'm excited to see him get a fresh start in Sacramento. Oh, yes. The one thing I would say, Vlade seems a little trigger happy. I mean, they, they did just have like their best season in probably 10 years, and Vlade still fired the coach, so... I'm just saying, uh, I, I think it's good to get a fresh start. I'm curious to see what he does with all that young talent, but Flade seems like a little bit of a loose cannon, too. Eddie says Magic dipped his toe into the water when he was the Laker coach for a couple of weeks. Why is anyone surprised he decided to throw in the towel in a more demanding job? When he took the job, did you think he was in it for the long haul? I have to agree with Eddie. I, I didn't think it was going to be a long-haul job for him. I was really? surprised with, with everything that he was doing with the Dodgers this and owning that and, 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 and movie theaters here and restaurants there and family life here. Like I said, there's only so many hours in a day. You can't do everything. And, and this job with the Lakers, that's a 24-7 job itself. Yeah, I, I think with Magic, what I think he thought it would be easier. And not from the strictly the work perspective, but I think he thought it would be easier to convince guys to come to LA. Right. To convince a Paul George. But then also, like I think he you could hear uh, in his comments, I don't remember the exact quote, but he said something about the backstabbing that goes on. And it was like a reference to the Pelicans deal, which obviously the Lakers at two or three different points thought they had the deal done. The Pelicans thought, uh, you know, the Pelicans leaked the news and et cetera, et cetera. And so I I think that's the part that got to him. I don't think it was – everyone keeps saying it's the work. I just think that he thought it would be easier. Hey, I'm Magic Johnson. Everybody loves me. It's like, no, they're competing with you, and they're not just going to hand over an asset, and a player isn't just going to come uh, to the Lakers because they're the Lakers. And I think that's the part that, that got to him in the end. I still don't think they'll get as much as the Lakers offered this year. Well, I mean, my whole thing is, what did they really offer? Because Brandon Ingram has obviously a very serious uh, blood clot issue. Right. Lonzo's constantly hurt. So I don't know if that trade looks as good on paper today. I know it doesn't look as good on paper today as it did three, four months ago when it was put on when it was put in front of uh, the Lakers or, or for the in front of the Pelicans. Right, um, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Uncle Orange says Stinking Genius. Are you kidding me? Jeannie Buss has been the one common denominator for all the Lakers' failures this past six years. Uh, she dated the coach, hires only from the Laker family. You could stop ball washing, Arnie. She ain't never coming on your show, <laughs> nor is Steve Kerr. Wow. So Wow. So that was You don't it. know about Kerr. Kerr I'm waiting for him to cook. Kerr's, Kerr's already come on my show a bunch of times. It's just been a long time since his since his last appearance there, Aaron. Unbelievable. I uh, I'll say this. I I don't know, man. I I don't think I don't I don't really blame Jeannie. Like I think that first of all, she got her brother out of there, which the guy was clearly underqualified. Right. Um. And yeah, like it didn't work in hindsight, but I don't think it was the worst idea to have Magic Johnson, uh, arguably the greatest Laker of all time, to be the ambassador, to be the guy in the meeting with LeBron closing the deal, to in theory be the guy in the meeting with Paul George to close the deal. Now, it didn't happen that way, but I also think like they did some good. Um, they, they drafted really well. I know that this is a hot topic right now, but they did trade D'Angelo Russell, but let's remember, at the time, they were trying to create cap space. They had to get 
rid of that Mozgov contract. I don't really blame them for that, even though it has ended up working out really poorly for them, especially today with D'Angelo Russell going for, I think, 26 points in his playoff debut. Look, I don't know how you could really blame Jeannie. She really That's just kind saying. of wrestled it. I'm not saying to you, uh, to people that in Los Angeles. Um, obviously, she got control of the team from Jim. She's been groomed to take over the Lakers ever since she was in high school. Um, when I played in high school, she was our basketball manager. Her father was supposed to buy the Indiana Pacers, end up buying the LA Lakers. So um, she's been groomed for this from day one, and she's learned the way her father's done business and, and, and has learned that way. Remember, she also ran other professional teams like the, what was it, the LA tennis team and all that stuff. When she got out of high school, I think that was her graduation present. I totally believe that Jeannie will turn this around. I like the hiring that she's done, keeping people close to her that she has confidence in. I think I would have gone a little further back. As you told you, we went to high school. I would have done anything in the world to hire Steve Kerr. That looks like that's going to be too little too late. And we also went to high school with another guy who's an assistant coach on Popovich's bench in San Antonio, Chip England. Um, I, I think the first call she should make is get Chip, who, by the way, is also the shot doctor. And, you know, keep it from people or keep people that she trusts and known a long time to help turn around this team. Yeah, I I, I think that would I don't disagree, but I isn't this also what got them in trouble in the first place her going with people she was comfortable with, specifically Magic Johnson? Well, they, I mean is that a bad hire? Can you say no Magic, I don't think you're qualified or no Magic, I don't think you're right for the job? No, I I, I listen I, I just said a minute ago, I don't blame her, and I don't blame... I think the concept made sense of having Magic Johnson be the face of your basketball operations as an iconic all-time player, but I also think maybe this is now the time to go outside the family, go outside people you're comfortable with, go get the most qualified person. Now, the, the big question becomes, will an established you know GM from another place... People were saying, oh, go... I think I even saw our buddies Rob Parker and Chris Broussard say, go, go overpay for uh, Daryl Morey with the Rockets or go overpay for Sam Presti with the Thunder. Go get an established guy. Well, what about a coach? Let's start with there. Is it going to be who LeBron wants? No. Is it going to be a Tyron Lue or who? It's going to be Ty Lue from the sound of things. I mean, Monty Williams, the the an assistant coach with who was he with? The Pelicans? Like, right. Is that guy really the answer? That's who LeBron's going to listen to? Is it really that big of a deal who the coach is? Couldn't nope. I be the coach if LeBron liked me and said, yeah, I think Artie's <laughs> going to be a great coach. Why? Because I could just sit on the sideline and, and just have LeBron run everything anyway. That's what he's looking for anyway, isn't he? LeBron's going to turn on you no matter what. So I say uh, go get who you think is best, but at the end of the day, it does have to be somebody that LeBron signs off on. Right. Otherwise... You can't get who you think is the best. You got to go first, first and foremost, it's who LeBron signs off on. Then who's the best next coach after that? What do you think about Tyloo? You think it'll work or no? Uh, you know, look, obviously he's been through it before once with LeBron, so it's probably going to be a good hire. Is he a better coach than all the other candidates? No, not really. It's just who LeBron feels comfortable with, Aaron. Yeah, and I guess I don't really have a problem with that. I do think my I think my bigger issue yeah. is you're the owner, you write the checks, you have to wrestle away some of the power from LeBron because he is about to be 35 years old going into his 18th NBA season. And if he was 26, it's one thing. But he's 35, and he can't be 
doing what he has done since he got to the Lakers. By the way, he did the same thing in Cleveland. The only time that a front office had control of LeBron, it was Pat Riley. And Pat Riley said, I'm the big boy. I'm wearing the pants in this thing. And this is how things are going to get done. And I do think Jeannie Buss has to do that. I think that's part of her responsibility as an owner is to say, okay, well, if Ty Lue is the guy you believe in, that's fine. But it can't be every decision is LeBron's doing it. By the way, I think Jeannie Buss got frustrated with that because if you remember, remember that report right after the trade deadline that Jeannie Buss said she was so uh, frustrated with Rich Paul and LeBron that she wanted to trade LeBron for a short window there? So I think it's fine if you want to go get the coach LeBron wants, but you can't let him make every decision and take over completely. I was going to say, coming up next, we'll take a look at tomorrow's NBA games, but why should we do that when uh, Torres is getting ripped like crazy on Twitter? So we'll get to that also. First, though, let's check in with the Sager, see what's trending out there, what's going on to Sager. And about GD Bus and getting rid of the Timothy Mozgov contract. Yes. Uh, that's, of course, her brother's fault that there even was a Timothy right. Mozgov Jim, contract right. to have to get rid of. They did get Kyle Kuzma back in the deal, just FYI. It wasn't some lopsided thing. People have a you know, a half-remembrance of history sometime. It's like people still think, some people still think that the, the Lakers just reamed the whole league and getting Pau Gasol for nothing. Actually, they traded the rights to, Ma- to Mark Gasol to get Pau Gasol. So that was a pretty fair trade as I think well. GD should hire me to be a consultant. Oh, then it's over. Then it's absolutely I mean, over. We, we go back to high school. Yeah. Oh, you're right that she used to run the like the tennis team that played in her dad's building. Yeah, that, that was her. I think that was her graduation present. Um, from she high was school. at USC and general manager of the tennis team. And then yeah. I remember there was and, a roller hockey team I in think, the building. She ran that. I think Jim's graduation present was um, um, racehorses. Yes, he was very much and probably yeah. still is very much into racehorses. I don't racehorses. know what Jeannie's present was. I don't I don't know her. <laughs> can we can we get a, a copy I mean, Jenny, of that? Excuse me, Jenny. Excuse oh, okay, because you yeah. finally admitted that you don't yeah. know anything about no, 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 Jeannie. I, 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 I was going to save I had, the tape. I had, I had more of a crush on Jeannie than Jenny, so mm-hmm. I, I didn't get close no, to her. No, Jenny's run uh, community relations. She ran it for years. Is she so. a year older than Jeannie? Uh, only a yeah. year? Yeah. Well, that's a long time in high school, so... <laughs> Go ahead. How many years were you there, Arnie? How many years were you there? Like four, five, six? Where were you? Probably six. Yeah. I didn't keep track. Uh, yeah, they, they didn't either. The Lakers uh, parted ways with Luke Walton yesterday. They're going to meet with Teron Lue and Monty Williams soon. Luke Walton reportedly does agree to become the new head coach at San Antonio with a contract through 2023, same as the general managers. In the late NBA playoff game, San Antonio is still leading at Denver, 83-77 yep. with eight minutes to go in game one. Top seed in the West, Golden State beat the Clippers 121-104. The two upsets in the East, Orlando wins at Toronto on a late three-pointer. Brooklyn with the victory at Philadelphia. NHL playoff overtime wins for Washington and Nashville. Boston won at home tonight, 4-1 over Toronto. That series tied at a game apiece. In the late contest, end of two periods at number one seed Calgary. This game tied 1-1 Flames and Colorado Avalanche. NASCAR's 400 on Fox TV was tonight from Richmond. Martin Truex Jr. Junior, the winner, his first career short track victory. Joey Logano finished second. Tiger Woods is tied for second place at the Masters, two strokes behind Francesco Molinari. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore, with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. In baseball, Houston won its eighth in a row, 3 1 at Seattle. Padres won again. Dodgers lost again. Oakland at Texas rained out. Back to the show in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farm. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. 
Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Arnie Spanier, Aaron Torres, back to you. Thanks to Sagers. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Uh, all you have to do is go to geico.com or you can give them a call at 1 800 947 Auto. The only hard part, well, that'd be figuring out which way is easier. Uh, you can reach us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Like D did, says it is an insult to suggest that Magic Johnson, one of the most successful athletes post-career, somehow lacks the work ethic to lead the Lakers. Torres is full of crap. Everyone knows Polinka can't be trusted, and Genie's stuck in 1995. So, Arnie, um, can yeah, I say but, one thing yeah, really go quick? Ahead, you start, yeah, but see, you talked to you first, I, Brad. I, I don't have a problem with people disagreeing with me. What I have a problem with is people not listening to me. I literally just said Magic's work ethic is not the problem. The problem was that I think that he thought it would be easier to get a second guy. So it was it's too it's too many hours. Like first of all, how you could be doing stuff with the Dodgers and your restaurant. So he should be and, crushing you because you're the one that's saying he's too, he's too lazy. No, I'm not saying too. I'm saying he's too busy. Okay. There, look, there's, there's, again, there's only so many hours in a day. I, I know he's not selling popcorn at the movie theaters, but he's got to have he's got to do some stuff with the restaurants and the movie theaters and the Dodgers. And this guy just doesn't sit around in his robe and do nothing. He, he's a well, busy guy. You know that, don't you? Well, I don't know about that, Arnie, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> why? Because he just tweeted uh, 46 minutes ago, I've had a great Saturday watching the NBA playoff games. The Nets shocked the Sixers, and the Magic did the same to the Raptors. Golden State played like champs today. So, Isn't that why he quit, so he could tweet more? I was just going to ask you, <laughs> what do you think about him saying in his goodbye speech, I, part of this is I really enjoy tweeting. Has he been on Twitter? Everyone is so no, mean on Twitter. He says he couldn't even tweet about Dwayne Wade. And I thought it was ironic that he's quitting and taking away some of the limelight from Dwayne Wade <laughs> when he says he wanted to tweet about Dwayne Wade. You know what I'm talking about? He literally said, I want to be able to tweet more. Like, he's nine years old. Like, somebody's locking. Like, his parents are putting a time limit on his social media account. I mean, look, I get it. Some stuff is tampering. But uh, I thought that was funny. But, yeah, maybe he isn't that busy. I mean, apparently he was just sitting around in his bathrobe watching uh, basketball today. So All right. Another one of uh, Torres is full of crap. One deck says, Torres, you're so full of crap. Yeah, let's not hire Ty Lue because it will look like we gave in to LeBron. Yeah, why would you want a coach who helped LeBron win a championship in a city that not won in 53 years last time the Lakers were in the playoffs? Question mark. Uh, quick question. So, yeah. uh, correct me if I'm wrong. So, can you ask, um, what was it, one, one chains, two yeah. necks? Yeah. Um, <laughs> when did Kyrie Irving get to the Lakers? Because I missed that memo. So, so, when did that trade happen? Because... Is Kyrie on the Lakers right now? No, he's, he's going to be on the Knicks next year. Is So Kevin Love, he he must have been traded to the Lakers too, right? Right, yes, absolutely. Oh, he's stuck in Cleveland. I'm oh, sorry. okay, he's still in Cleveland. And JR's, I barely remember he's still in the NBA, to be honest with you. But I, I barely remember Cleveland being an organization. <laughs> but, it, I mean, until you get a second guy, it doesn't matter who your coach is. And my only point is, I have no problem. Again, one chain, two next, chooses not to listen to what I say. He chooses to pick and choose. That's fine. What I said was, 
if you want LeBron, to, you you have to have a coach that LeBron is going to get along with. He is still the star of the organization, but you can't let him run over the organization. Remember, part of the problem, part of the reason that Cleveland was such a mess when he left was LeBron James's own doing. It's because he he J.R. Smith got you over. Know, no, no, real quick. Yeah. J.R. Smith got overpaid because of LeBron. Tristan Thompson got overpaid because of LeBron, uh, and they couldn't move some of these contracts. And so the only point I'm trying to make, get the coach he wants, but as the owner of the team, you have to keep control, and you can't let LeBron get his way in every little thing like he always tries to do. I was going to ask you, did the Cavaliers have to sink so far down without LeBron? There was no way of pulling themselves up by the bootstraps and and be a 500 team. There was no way of maneuvering around, but you bring up a good point. They, he saddled them with so many bad contracts. You're you're going to be stuck for a while. Well, if you remember back to the beginning of the year, and first of all, we got to get your other buddy, Kobe Altman, on the show. So yeah. uh, after we get Jeannie Buss in hour one. Had and- Kobe Altman on for like 20, 25 minutes, but we spent 20 minutes talking about uh, Middlebury College where he went to school. All the good guests going on in Vermont. Johnny Football, or John John Football now is John yeah, Manziel. John Football, yeah, John Manziel. You got John Manziel, you got Kobe Altman. But no, but so what I was going to say is if you remember the start of the season, the, the Cavs had this big public push of we're not tanking, we're trying to win. And then they started like 0-5, and then they fired Ty Lue, and then they just tanked. So I don't know what's going on there. That place is a mess. I've never blamed LeBron for leaving. But I'm also just saying, like, as an organization with the Lakers, Jeannie Buss has to keep control over LeBron James. Can't let him get whatever he wants. Right, and and I agree with that, and I think Jeannie knows that also. Um, she's a great business person. Uh, she'll do the right thing. Right now it's easy to pick on her because of you know the situation that they're in. But if LeBron doesn't get hurt, it's not even close to being this abysmal. So, it's like one person away from returning to greatness. I know it's really hard to do this. How do you think this season plays out if LeBron never tears his groin? Or, or, they make the playoffs. Well, and, and not only that, but they make the playoffs. Luke Walton probably keeps his job. Right. Um, I don't think... I don't think that they make. I, listen, so if we agree that the that Rich Paul orchestrated the trade demand for Anthony Davis to get him to the Lakers, if the Lakers are in the third, fourth, fifth spot in the playoffs, I don't know that Anthony Davis asked for a trade and there's this big crazy public push. It's amazing how one little right. thing changed everything for the Lakers. Absolutely. You want to get a hold of us? Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius 1. What was the biggest surprise of the day in the NBA playoffs? We'll tell you about that coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing. And a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Discover alerts you if you find your social security on any one of thousands of risky websites. Actually, it's free for card members, so just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. What was the biggest surprise of today? We check in with our buddy Steve. The Sager might be going on right now because the Spurs real yep. close to pulling off an upset here. Thanks for the music, by the way, Arnie. And uh, they did put up a graphic that if uh, seven seed actually takes the series in this first round, that that's apparently only happened once in the last 20 years. But wow. seven seed San Antonio has been ahead much of the night for game number one. They're ahead at Denver now, 95-92 with three minutes to go. Nikola mm. Jokic does have a triple-double for the Nuggets. In his first ever playoff game, the only other guy in the NBA in the last 30 years to do that in their first career playoff game was LeBron James. Wow. Denver is the best home team in the NBA. Regular season, they were 34-7 and seven at home. Crazy. And they are blowing this home game here. Yeah. Three-point range. They started three for 22 tonight from long They've distance. They've been horrible. <laughs> and the fact that they've been behind most of the game mm-hmm. is even more perplexing. Especially there. because LaMarcus Aldridge hasn't done much. Much. Right. Uh, he had, what, five points first half? He's six for 19 shooting mm. from the floor now. So it's uh, Spurs with the ball, a three-point lead, under two and a half minutes to go in game one. Golden State won its game over the Clippers. Steph Curry had 38 points and a career-high 15 rebounds uh, would have been win. great if they lost, huh? Now, it was an upset at Toronto with the Raptors losing game one at home. But as we've talked about, this is kind of par for the course for Raptors history. Dating back to 2000, in series openers... Toronto one and eight at home in game wow. ones, and in fact two and fourteen overall in yeah. series openers. They lost on a late three to Orlando, one hundred four, one hundred one. So if I'm a Raptors fan, I don't even go to the games anymore. Forget about that. <laughs> well, everybody he hangs would. out outside the arena as it is. Do you yes. guys yeah. see that? Like they get yeah. forty thousand people outside the arena. It's insane. Not just Toronto. People out in the cold of Calgary outside cheering, watching a game that might go overtime. They're tied. By the, the way, third. up there they don't say the second T. They say Toronto. 
Yes, Toronto. Like yeah, we Toronto. say Toronto because yeah, we're the uh, exactly. ugly Americans. But. So after One of these, us is ugly. not me or the same. <laughs> wow. Can, continue to say I'm if sorry. The shoe fits well. And the Brooklyn Nets did win on the road at Philadelphia. So there's your upset because big picture here the Nets started this regular season eight and 18 right even as of about a week ago their record was 39 and 40 but they're in the east so they made the playoffs and Joel Embiid did play for Philadelphia today <laughs> even with the sore knee 22 right, points 15 rebounds 15 boards five, so that was key yeah. five blocks as well and still Brooklyn wins at Philadelphia they were well, up 17 did, first half uh, because Simmons did such a great job that's why you know? yikes three assists three turnovers for Ben Simmons and one bad rant yeah, talking about the fans booing afterwards, I think you're the one that needs to shut the mouth. On free wow. throws, Ben Simmons on free throws was one for five. That's Meanwhile, in a game that wound up kind of close in the second half, the Nets free throwing 24 for 26. Mm. So Jimmy Butler scores 36 for his Philadelphia team, and it's all for naught because I mentioned the bad three-point shooting for Denver most of the night. Philly from long range, three for 25 in this game. Philadelphia's losing this series. Just mark it down. Really? You're calling yeah. it after I'm game one? I'm calling it out. Of the one game that seven? I've seen enough. They're oh. going to go ahead. My Brooklyn Nets will move on to the Oh, next now one. they're not. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Bring out the knife. Slash that one. Wow. D'Angelo Russell had 26 points in the win, and Karis Lavert, 23 off the bench. Update under a minute and a half to go at Denver. It's now Spurs 97 wow. 96 in the lead. And the NBA's Coach of the Year has already been voted on by the fellow coaches. It goes to Milwaukee's Mike Budenholzer. He's got the Bucks as the number one overall seed. And deserving. Golden State number one in the West with 50 seven wins, but I think it was 60 wins for Milwaukee, so FYI. And yes, for golf, they've moved up the tee times for the final round of the Masters tomorrow due to thunderstorms in the forecast for Sunday afternoon there at Augusta. So the leaders, that includes Tiger Woods in the hunt, will be teeing off before 9.30 a.m. Eastern. I thought it was 9.45. Would they change it again or what? I heard 9.20. Wow. And in fact, the first groups will be starting at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time. Tiger Woods, even with the roughly 9.30 a.m. start, says he's going to be waking up at about 4 a.m. in Georgia. What about you guys on the West Coast? Are you going to be? Are you going to get up at, what, 4 or 5 o'clock I, to watch I have already thing? set the DVR. There is no, no way I am getting up get that up, early. Why not no just way. get up when Tiger tees off? Even the network coverage is starting early. You're right. No, I usually DVR sports so I can see it right from the beginning, even if I'm not there at the beginning. And Tiger is tied for second place at the Masters. He hasn't won a major in over a decade. And how about this? He's never won a major when trailing going into the final round. That is correct, He is two strokes behind Francesco Molinari going to the final round. He was good in the last year, though. You can say very much he's back. People have been saying that for months. It's been largely accurate. Last year, he finished second in the PGA Championship. Tiger Woods won the year-end tour championship he's in the hunt at the masters and in baseball the houston astros have won eight in a row Mm. they beat seattle again three to one jose altuve homered for a fifth straight game justin verlander's two and oh after the win 11 strikeouts in six innings he beat felix hernandez in seattle and yes chris davis had three hits for the orioles today O's won at Boston 9-5. to This is Chris Davis, who didn't have a hit this year, and dating back to last season was 0 for his last 54 at the plate, a major league record for a non-pitcher, but two-run single early, three hits, four RBIs. They beat Boston, and Rick Porcello's 0-3 for the Red Sox, ERA over 11.
How much can I buy that baseball? I wonder what it's worth. The one that he, <laughs> he got did ask in. for it. Yes, I know he yeah. asked for it. I would like to buy that someday <laughs> on on eBay. Two hours are in the books. Thanks a lot to Sager Power Hour coming up next. Uh, obviously, we'll come back, reset, finish off today, and let's get more in the Tiger. Tiger two off the lead in second place. Everybody's got Tiger fever. That coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, everybody. Good evening as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Did you know that 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? So what do you have to do? Well, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier on a busy Saturday night. You get a hold of us at Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Been getting a lot of tweets. As a matter of fact, I want to start this hour off with one tweet. That Matt says, finally, Tiger's in the hunt at the Masters, and all you guys talk about is the Lakers in the NBA. Come on. Also, Arnie, do not pick Tiger uh, to win. That would be his doom. I need him to see. I need to see him win again. Can't have you messing that up. Ooh. Okay. First of all, I am picking Tiger to win. I picked Tiger before Thursday. Really Uh, brave of you to pick for no reason whatsoever. Okay. Right, only because I wanted the fourteen to one odds. By the way, one gentleman did put eighty five thousand dollars. I don't know if you saw that eighty five thousand dollars on Tiger to win. It pays over one million dollars. Should Tiger win, I would may have to think about selling that ticket to the highest bidder. If I if you put eighty five thousand dollars down and you're in second place, two behind the leader. I got to think you can get about 3 400,000 for that ticket, maybe even 5. So say that again. What what did he put down and what 85,000. Can... Okay. At 14 to 1. Okay. So it pays about 1085 or about 1.1 million give or take. Yeah, you could ease I would have to think you could get if you could get 250k, that's triple what you paid. That's not a bad payout. If you could sell it for two hundred fifty k, which you I bet be you able could, you should be able to get more than that. Anybody would buy it and say, you, "Heck, I'll pay three four hundred thousand for a chance to win one point one million." And considering he's in second place and only two behind, um, that's a pretty good position to be in going into the final day. Well, you know, we talked about this last week. Remember the guy with the Texas Tech ticket that yeah. paid like $100,000? He never got rid of it. Never got rid of it. He never got rid of it. He took the loss on that, but he only bet 1500 on that one, you know? But he was in line to win hundreds of thousands, and he could have hedged. 300000 He was in line to win 300000 and um, I think he could have sold it for about eighty five to 100000 He took the gamble. But he took the gamble because he wasn't, you know, it's only $1,500. You know, you may, you may take that gamble also. By the way, is there a bigger story in sports right now than Tiger Woods and the Masters? More so than the NBA playoffs. More so than Philadelphia, Denver, and Toronto losing happens to be everything's all about Tiger. Everybody's all geeked up about this. Ratings have to be going to go through the roof for the Masters. Well, and I'll tell you this, uh, Arnie, is earlier today our buddy Jonas Knox said something pretty interesting, and I want people to listen because I actually disagree. I'm curious what your thoughts are. I think the best-case scenario for golf is to have Tiger in contention like he is every single weekend Mm -hmm. but not win yet. Oh. Keep keep Keep's delaying easy. the ine- like. Keep on teasing. Keep delaying the inevitable. Keep uh, kind of throwing it out there, waving it in your face at the potential Tiger Woods winning another green jacket, and then it doesn't happen. I think that is what is better for golf. 
Right, remind me to fire Jonas Slater. I'm going to miss him. Um, you know, what he's thinking is, is like what happened to the Cubs, who didn't win anything for the longest time, win a World Series, and now people say, okay, they're irrelevant, or they're not that sweet, lovable loser story. It's different when it comes to golf. Even though Tiger has not won a Masters since or a major since 2008, um, even if you won it this year, people are not going to say, okay, he's back. Now let's not pay attention. If he wins the Masters, what's he going to do the next major? What's he going to do the next tournament? Is Tiger back? Um, how many more well, uh, tournaments can he be in contention with? I think it's great for the game of golf because yeah. without Tiger Woods, you and I don't even we don't even bring this up. If take any other person on that leaderboard, Torres. And we still would not be talking about golf right now let's, unless it was Phil Mickelson. Let's take it a step further. Yeah. He has 14 majors right now, and he's going for 18 with Jack Nicholas. Right. So him winning the Masters this weekend, let's say Tiger Woods wins the Masters, it's only going to make things – you know, Jonas says it, it, it would make things worse. I actually think it would make things a million times better because now you've got to watch the next major. If he's playing at that U.S. Open... Oh, absolutely. On Fox, by the way. If he's playing at that U.S. Open, now all of a sudden you're invested, right? It's like... And I know this is a bad example because it's probably not going to happen. If LeBron James ever got to five NBA championships, wouldn't the ratings be through the roof to see if he could get number six and tie MJ? Oh, like, absolutely. Like, the more that LeBron wins, because LeBron's not only competing against uh, his his peers, but he's competing against history, and it's the same with Tiger Woods. And so it's like you said, everybody wants to know, is he back? Was this a fluke? Can he maintain it? But then it becomes, well, wait a second now. He's only three off. Can he do this? I got to watch the U.S. Open. I got to watch the British Open. I got to watch the PGA. I think, like you said, first of all, I'm sorry for Jonas, because we are going to have to let him go. Yes, ab- Absolutely. But I, I think it only ratchets things up a hundredfold if Tiger Woods were to win this weekend. Good for the network if, uh, well, not if, when they start so early. Now, Tiger's not going to tee off till 9.20, which is 6.20 your time out in Los Angeles. 9.20 is perfect for me out here. Um, you know, you can watch three, four hours of golf, not run into anything else out there. But it won't, it, it actually starts what, like 4.30 your time? What time are you getting up? And is that going to be good for the networks? Obviously, the West Coast numbers are not going to be as, as high. At least I'm not thinking they're going to be as high. Yeah, I can't imagine it'd be good. Like, I'm going to get up, and it, I, I think what'll be interesting for me is, so the, the leaders tee, or, yeah, the leaders tee off at 9.30 Eastern, right? So 6.30. Yeah, 9.20. 6.20 your time. So, yeah, by the time I wake up, I'm going to have a pretty good feel for, is this Tiger Woods thing going to really happen or not? So, I'll say this. Why, I, you're not going to get up early and watch from the very first shot of Tiger, or no? Eh, if he makes a run, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll know about it. You know, if I right. get up at 7, 7.30 like I normally would, I like to sleep in a little bit on Sunday. You know, I'm here late in the FICO, uh, Fox Sports Radio Geico Studios. So. I'm thinking people are setting their alarms. Like you heard, this, you know, people want to get up. They want to see it. I don't know if I'm going to get up and watch the first shot from the other guys uh, that are not in contention, but I would probably get up to watch Tiger Woods at about 6.30 or 6.20. Yeah, I just I, I think that from my perspective, I'm just sitting here saying like I'm gonna wake up probably when I normally would seven thirty eight yeah. o'clock, and then I'm gonna have a feel for is he in contention? You better believe if he's in contention, I'm not going anywhere. Uh, if he isn't in contention, then I'll probably continue on with my day like I normally would. But uh, I don't think it's gonna be good. But I think listen, people will get sucked in and will be watching if he remains towards the top. There is it fair to assume that ninety nine percent of of the world will be rooting for Tiger Woods, but 
um, there might be one percent not rooting for this guy, or what? So I'd be curious, like, like who? Why wouldn't you be rooting for ex- him? That's what, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking, Arnie. Look, we all know adultery, whatever. That was a decade ago. That guy hit rock bottom. He dealt with substance abuse issues. Well, I don't know if it was substance abuse, but I mean, he was obviously, he got a DUI in part because of painkillers and all that stuff. He was at rock bottom. It's crazy, Arnie. I I read that book that came out about him about a year ago, that big autobiography, that big biography. I mean, his back was so bad, he couldn't get out of bed for like days at a time, weeks wow. at a time, there was a story in the book, and it wasn't that, that maybe 2017. He was done with golf. I was gonna say it wasn't that long ago. I don't know if it was in 2017 or not, but he was playing like a practice. I, I, he has he, either a, a course attached to his house, or he's got like a two or three holes. Don't we all? Well, I was gonna say he he was in such pain that he collapsed on the course, Ooh. and his daughter, who was probably ten or eleven years old, found him and had to go get somebody to bring. And that's how bad he was that he collapsed and he couldn't move from on what, the course though? from the from playing golf from the pain in his back. No, 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 no. But what caused the pain? Where where was the injury? from all these years of playing golf. He, it's not like he's an NFL football player that's taken, you know, 12 years of hits in the back or something like that. Yeah, I'm not a doctor. I know, but go ahead. Well, you can say, say at a Holiday Inn Express. So uh, you can say uh, that, that wasn't as good as your Amir Johnson joke right, earlier, but right, I forgive right. you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think it's the natural wear and tear. I mean, the way he swings a golf club, he swings so freaking hard that everyone says it just wears on your back a little bit. I, I don't know why, but I'm telling you, there is an excerpt in that book where he col- he fell on the golf course in pain, couldn't move. His daughter had to go get like emergency personnel help. I think the ratings will be through the roof tomorrow. Uh, especially on the East Coast. Uh, it, I mean, who is not going to get up? And they're going to be the only sports in town, right? 9.20, nothing starts later. Um, the first NBA game, I think, on Sunday uh, is the 1 PM, Pacers and the Celtics, and that's starting what, at 1 o'clock Eastern. So yep. you're getting a good, uh, what is it, a three and a half hours before anything starts. You're going to get three and a half hours of the Masters. Real quick, to back to your last question. Yeah. Who would be rooting against Tiger? I'm curious if you if you can think of well, somebody. Well, sure, there are some Tiger haters out there. But I mean, how can you hate a guy that was at rock bottom? Like his ex-wife. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that, that's one person. Well, there's I guess. one. Yeah, yeah, there's one. But and I, maybe I think, her family. You know, most golf fans, I think, will be pulling for him. I unless you just have you know something against Tiger. Um, after all these years, I, I couldn't I couldn't see how that's not a great story that people are not rooting for him. Yeah, like you said, Arnie, two three years ago, people thought and he thought that his career might be completely done. I mean, I remember years ago. I was going to say I was working at FS1, you know, the, the 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 TV station, and every every time there was an injury update, we would be like, "Well, you know, how do we cover this and what do we do?" And at a certain point, we we're like, we had to be like. We have to move on. We ha- this guy every every six months we think he's going to have a breakthrough, and then he takes a step back in his recovery process. And it got to the point where it was just like, I don't think this guy's ever going to play golf again, and certainly not at the highest level. Yet here he is, two shots off the lead, going in the final. You like this thinking genius? I don't know anyone who's rooting for Tiger. Everyone what? I know cannot stand him for his arrogance, adultery, and he comes off as a real jerk. That's from a Twitter handle called I Hate You. Um, Sounds like a real nice guy, yeah. Uh, I completely disagree. I don't know what circles he's running around in, but I can't imagine there's a lot of people out there saying, I hate, I really hope Tiger, unless there's another golfer you want to win, 
you know, or, or you're pulling for somebody else, I can't imagine that you're just saying, man, I hope that Tiger Woods uh, doesn't win this tournament. I, I I just completely agree with you on this one. I I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like literally, if you're not Tiger's ex-wife or her family, or maybe from Sweden because that's where she's from, where like who's not rooting for Tiger Woods? Amazing. Imagine how crazy that story would be. This would be like, and I don't even know this is even a fair equivalent. Like if Michael Jordan had led the Washington Wizards to an NBA championship. This is kind of what that's like. I feel like. You know, it's not like you're uh, Golden State making it to the finals and you don't want to see them win again. So you're pulling against Golden State uh, or or something like that factor here. This is a guy that hasn't won since 2008. We're talking more than a decade. That's the insane part. So we'll get more into that. Uh, you want to get a hold of us, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. But coming up next, it's our buddy Bernie Fratto straight out of Vegas. Uh, we'll get the Vegas perspective. Let's see how much money was bet on Tiger Woods. And by the way, we're also 22.8 seconds away from hockey overtime, Colorado Calgary, all tied at two. All that's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Farmers Insurance, we know every windshield collision has a unique sound. Beetle. Bird poop. Drone. Seen it? Covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right. Discover alerts you if they find your social security on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members, so all you have to do is just sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. Great sports talk radio night, Saturday night, 13th day of April. We go right out to our guest. Uh, you'll hear him coming up in about 40 minutes from now, straight out of Vegas with our buddy Bernie Fratto. Bernie, I knew one guy, I saw the one ticket where somebody bet $85,000 on Tiger Woods to win, which pays, what, a little bit less than $1.1 million. What, what do you know about that ticket, and how many people bet on Tiger Woods? Yeah, good to be with you guys. Uh, Arnie, that ticket was placed about three days before the tournament started at William Hill. Uh, a better plunk down 85000 at 14 to 1 for Tiger Woods to win. It'll cash a cool $1.19 million if Tiger wears the green jacket tomorrow. A couple of other props that were interesting. There was a prop, minus 130 you had to lay. Would Tiger shoot under 68.5? In any round, he did it today. So that yes, cash sixty-seven. What's, what's interesting, though, is in his entire Masters career, he'd only broken sixty-eight three times. So somebody must have knew something. And by the way, there was another prop: uh, Would Tiger shoot above seventy-two round one? That played that paid plus one fifteen. Obviously, he didn't. He broke seventy-two. But the one guys, this is the one that's going to make you laugh. Caesars Entertainment put out a goofy prop about a month ago. Would Tiger not win any of the four majors this year? The number was 1,000 to 1 in favor that he would not, which means you had to put $1,000 up to win a dollar. Some knucklehead put 20 grand to win $20 on that prop. Wow. So somebody, either the Caesars better or the William Hill better, better is going to go to bed Pretty ticked off tomorrow night. I feel wow. like that's something Arnie would do, by the way. Arnie, was it you? <laughs> was it you that did that? I wish I got that much money to bet. Real quick, uh, Bernie, what is, I don't know if there's any way to quantify this, but we all know about public teams in sports, the Cowboys, Notre Dame, etc. I feel like Tiger Woods has to be about as public as public gets in pretty much anything, right? 
You're spot on, Aaron. Let, I let's, usually am. let's break this down. <laughs> Tomorrow, okay, first of all, Tiger's going from 14 to 1 to 10 to 1 to 6 to 1. He's now 3 to 1 tomorrow. Right. Well, Tony Finau is also 11 under. He's 6 to 1. Brooks Kapka is 5 to 1. And Francesco Molinari is 2 to 1. Now, guys, they tore this course up today. Perfect conditions, hot and humid. The ball was flying. The greens were holding. You had three guys shoot 64. Tomorrow, and by the way, I'm getting up. I'm not missing this. I'm not <laughs> missing this. I may just stay up. Yeah, so tomorrow, <laughs> we've got some weather, guys, and here's what's interesting. Here's yeah. an angle you've really got to pay attention to. By the time the leading group, and they're going to be teeing off in groups of threes, by the time Tiger's group starts to make the turn, there's going to be wind gusts of 20 to 25-mile-an-hour winds. Now, who does that favor? That favors the bangers. Both Tony Finau and especially Brooks Kepka, they can really bang it off the tee. And I got to tell you, Finau was minus six in round four last year. He had that goofy ankle thing. He thinks this is his tournament to win. Brooks Kepka, here's a guy he couldn't even play last year. He was hurt on nothing, comes back, wins the U.S. Open. He was the defending U.S. Open champion, won it, and since won the PGA. So mm. Kepka, I think, is going to have a big day tomorrow. Now, Tiger only f both of those guys in top 12 in driving the ball. That's going to matter in the back nine. Tiger wow. only 48th on the tour, and mm. Francesco Molinari only 158th on the tour. I think it's going to come down to Kepka and Fina tomorrow, but keep don't go to sleep on Molinari for some reason. Tiger fires him up. They're playing together, obviously. And the year that Francesco Molinari won the U.S. Open, he was paired with Tiger on day four. Oh, geez. Let me ask you this, Bertie. Um, how much money is coming in for this last round just based on the fact that Tiger's in contention? And when are people putting the money on it? I guess tonight? Because uh, is the sports book going to be open at about 4 o'clock in the morning taking bets or what? Oh, well, right after, guys, within 15, 20 minutes after the tournament ended today, after day three ended, right. I was at the South Point. They had numbers up in a matter of 15 million, uh, minutes. Uh, Red Rock, William Hill, they all had numbers up. So guys have had all day almost 12 hours to get down now. Not that long, but they've had ample time to get down with the sports apps and such. Plenty of time to get down. I haven't seen a number on the handle, but you can bet it's pretty significant. Although, I gave it up to my man Sleepy. He grabbed Tiger at 14-1, to 1, and 3-1, to 1, wow. I think all the value is gone. I was, wow, I'd like to be a partner on that one. So, I was going to ask about the NBA, Bernie, because yes. I, I was curious... The Warriors, like, they're so much better than everybody else, or at least that's my personal opinion. Have they stagnated the market at all? Like, are people afraid to bet because it feels like such a foregone conclusion that the Warriors are just going to win this thing? No, there's been plenty of money coming on the Warriors to win the title. And you're, look, Arnie, your eyes, trust your, or excuse me, Aaron, I'm sorry. Your eyes, trust your eyes. They've told you everything you need to know. Let me draw some perspective here. Golden State in the last five years has won 76% of their games. Now, that's incredible. Wow. Pick your favorite major league team, whoever it may be. And if any one of those teams would have won 76% of those games in the five-year aggregate, they would have averaged 123 wins a year. Wow. That's how good Golden State is. By the way, Golden State, 33-6 and six in the playoffs the last two years with Durant. I guess they're going to have to play this thing, but as long as they're healthy, you know, Golden State, nobody's beating them. By the way... Number one seeds, 65-5 and five in the first round since 1984 when they went to the new format. 
Number two seeds, 65 and 5 since 1984. Why is that significant? The Toronto Raptors, nine and a half point favorites today, minus 1,400 to win that series. They fall to the Magic, who's playing some of their best basketball in the league right now. Uh, Bernie, did you get my message that I wanted the Orlando San Antonio Brooklyn three team parlay money line? I don't know if you I had it. Yeah, money line. Yeah, I had yeah, my I, runner take care of that, Ernie. I hope he, what, I hope he got there in time. What kind of money would that have paid off? I mean, you could be, if this is going to be the way the NBA is going tomorrow, you could make a boatload of money if there's going to be more underdogs. Well, the bottom line is uh, you can. There's a parlay calculator online. You can figure that out with, with those three money lines. Oh, jeez! But I'm afraid to do it because I'll start crying. <laughs> what? You know, you lost out on a lot. Go ahead, Aaron. Well, uh, tomorrow, is there any anything that stands out to you for NBA games outside of the golf? I mean, we talked golf, but like with the NBA games, anything that stands out? Yeah, I, I get the feeling Oklahoma City getting three and a half points tomorrow will probably take care of business. They they swept. Portland during the year. Whenever a team sweeps their opponent during the regular season, uh, they're 34-3 and in the playoffs when those two teams meet up in the playoffs. I think Boston, Indiana is going to be a dogfight. They're going to miss Marcus Smart. I'm not going to you know, waste my time on that game because it's too tough and the Pistons, Bucks are going to be a, a lousy series. But guys, before we wrap it up here, i got to yeah. tell you, Brooklyn today, listen, they've been badass for about three weeks now. They're 11-2 and two against the spread in their last 13. I don't know why Joel Embiid played. He comes on the floor with that Fred Sanford walk. He was completely ineffective. By the way, that lineup with Embiid on the floor, they've only had that lineup 10 times all year. So keep an eye on this Brooklyn team. They're not a fluke. D'Angelo Russell's played like an all-star. The Nets are Healthy now with Spencer Dinwiddie and Karis LeVert. They make threes. They play their tails off. They're peaking at the right time. I'll tell you what, I think Brooklyn is going to advance here. All right, uh, last thing before we let you go. Um, of course, I didn't have that three-team money line parlay. It was a four-team, or I had Columbus in that also. No, tell me, what, what were the odds of Columbus winning that series against Tampa, and what are the odds now? I don't know if you're following that in the NHL, Bernie, but that, that to me was a shocker that they're up 2 nothing now. Well, believe it or not, Tampa is still five to one to win the Stanley Cup. Wow, they were not. Wow. They haven't moved the wow. line that much. That's crazy. They haven't moved the line that much. It's it's crazy to see that. So, um, are they the, still the, favored the to win? The, I guess they're still favored to win this this uh, first round against Columbus. I take it that. Yeah, they are. Oh, jeez. You know, this oh, is an unpre- yeah. look. I don't know what John Cooper does. He can't coach in the in the postseason. But this team won sixty two games. It converted twenty eight percent of their power plays. I can tell you this: this is not unprecedented. I covered the two thousand two Detroit Red Wings Presidents Cup, one hundred and twelve points. Yep. They lose later their last nine. They lose their first two at home to Vancouver. They still came back and won the Stanley Cup. So, as you guys know, bouncing pucks. It's a hockey game. Little different ball game. I think Washington did that also, right? The Capitals yeah. lost their first two and uh, came on. On, at home and came back and won two on the road. So we'll see if By that plays out. By the way, uh, it, looks like, it looks like to win the best of seven now, the Columbus Blue Jackets are minus 160 and the Tampa wow. Bay Lightning are plus 140. Wow. So guess what? You can get Tampa Bay at plus money now. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's incredible. Bernie Fratto coming up at the top of the hour straight out of Vegas. Bernie, always a pleasure. Thanks, my friend. We'll speak to you at the top of the hour. Let's get up early, guys. We want to see history tomorrow. 
You got it. Take care. Bernie Fratto. Uh, Torres, we're missing out not living in Vegas. You know that, don't you? I, we may have to move to Vegas. I, I, can't, I can't take it anymore. We should get an apartment together, the two of us. Yeah, think that'd about be a, great. Think about the crazy times. You can grow out your ponytail. Yeah, uh, I, don't know, I don't know why I need to move to Vegas when I could bet here in like New Jersey and Delaware and stuff like Listen, that. it'll take just as long for you to fly to Vegas as it would be to drive to Jersey. So you might as well just fly to Vegas. <laughs> you know, your wife can stay. You know, we'll get an apartment. We'll, we'll just do like a six-month lease to start. And if we have money after that, then we'll probably just stay there forever. We'll take a look at some of the games for tomorrow in the NBA. First, though, we'll check in with the Sager, see what's trending, what's going on to Sager. That's what's going on. Yeah, I guess. sure. You guys you move in and uh, do Press the show from Vegas. Press that on button, DeSager. Yeah. Press I, the on button. I, I was going to say, DeSager would, don't be, control the mic. Yeah. DeSager would be the quirky neighbor that stopped by every once in a while. <laughs> you can have DeSager Bernie join. DeSager thank me for giving him all that time off you a couple weeks. You could be live from the frat house every weekend. <laughs> there you go. I'm in. I'm in. Sign me <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> well, we did have a couple of seven seeds win game ones to open the NBA playoffs. You know, they expanded to 16 teams total, 1984, the NBA playoff format. This is the first time that both number seven seeds have won the openers because today wow. we had seven seed Orlando winning at Toronto, 104-101. DJ Augustine had 25 points, including a late three-pointer. The Magic franchise, by the way, haven't won a playoff series since 2010. Nick Vucevic, who averages 21 points a game for Orlando, was 3 of 14 shooting. Terrence Ross, who averages 15 points a game off the bench, he was 2 of 11 shooting. And still they got the late three to win the game. The Magic great on free throws, winning a close game, 18 for 20. Why Leonard had 25 points for the Raptors in the loss. Teammate Kyle Lowry, 0 of 7 shooting. Tonight, 7 seed San Antonio in the West won at Denver, 101-96, despite a triple-double from Nikola Jokic. The Nuggets were the best home team in the regular season in the NBA. Top seed in the West, Golden State beat the Clippers, 121-104. Steph Curry, 38 points, 15 rebounds. Brooklyn won at Philadelphia, 111-102. Joel Embiid did play with the sore knee, finished with 22 points, 15 rebounds, 5 blocks. Luke Walton reportedly agreed to become the new coach at Sacramento. NHL playoff overtime wins for Washington and Nashville. Boston a winner tonight, 4-1 over Toronto. And they have started overtime after yep. Colorado got a late goal in regulation. It's now Avs 2-2 at Calgary early in the first OT. NASCAR's 400 at Richmond on Fox TV tonight. Went to Martin Truex Jr. Joey Logano finished second. Tiger Woods is tied for second place at the Masters. Two strokes behind Francesco Molinari. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. We'll be back to the show in 10 seconds, but first a word from Farmers. At Farmers Insurance, we know a roof can withstand a lot. One exception being an airborne car. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. In baseball, San Diego won again. Dodgers lost again. Houston won its eighth straight. Oakland at Texas rained out. UFC victory tonight for Israel at Asanya. And back to Artie and Aaron. Thank you, DeSagers. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Remember now, it's easy to save 15% or more in car insurance with Geico. Just go to Geico.com, or you could give them a call at 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, well, that's figuring out which way is easier. Um, I guess not everybody's rooting for Tiger Woods, Aaron. Uh, remember when I hate you said that he can't stand Tiger, he's rooting against him? Matt M. says, I hate 
I hate you. What a moron. Uh, Joshua <laughs> says, Tiger not playing pickup games at the Burlington YMCA, Arnie. He's a professional golfer, something you cannot do. Okay, I don't know where that came from, but that's fine. I'll go with that. And he says, I don't want Tiger to win either. I think he's an arrogant blank. I hate him. Mike says, Tiger's demonic. Uh, demonic like basically demonic. like a demon yeah seems a little uh, strong hate but. signing autographs completely fabricated the car incident uh and he just goes on and on and not a big fan jackie says tiger's a sociopath especially when it comes to women where's the me too movement so i guess not a lot of people so uh, or excuse me not um uh, not everybody is uh, pulling for Tiger Woods to win this. So it's really interesting, and I'm going to get like super uh, philosophical here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. But no, I, I read that book, and so it, I really encourage people. It's about 300 pages, but it's worth it. It's one of the best biographies I've ever read on, on an athlete. But Tiger Woods, he was an only child, and his dad figured out at a young age that there might be a future in golf and that he might his son might be able to make a lot of money for it. And Tiger was literally the center of his parents' universe. Right. Every decision they made was to put him in position to have success at, at golf, uh, to 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 be the best player in the world. And like when you grow up, where you can do no wrong, where every decision your parents make is to is for your future and your be- like like. Uh, of course he's arrogant because that's how he was raised to be. I mean, look, all these famous stories about. He, you know him. He's not a tipper, right? Like, remember that's a very famous story. Right, he doesn't right. tip. It's because every time, because his dad basically taught him, like, hey, people should be honored to work with you, or people should be honored to work for you, or whatever. And so, like, a lot of this comes from his childhood. And I think he had such a bizarre, different childhood that I do think it affected how he is, is as an a adult. Bit Todd Marinovich. Ish. Is it, that what you're trying to It really was, except that it worked out. But, I mean, this, this I'm not kidding. Because, because Marv Marinovich, which was Todd's dad, seemed over the top to me, if you're asking me, with some of the stuff that he did. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I think with Tiger, I, I, I don't know if it's exactly the same, but I don't right. think it's that different. I think the one thing was that Tiger did genuinely love golf. Todd Marinovich, I don't think, loved football, but he genuinely loved golf. Like I said, every decision that was made during his childhood was, "Hey, we gotta, you know, we'll we'll re, what do they say? Like refinance the house so that he can, we can afford these new clubs or these greens fees. Or oh, by the way, we convinced the golf pro to give us a discount uh, because he wants to work with a future champion. And then and then Tiger now thinks that everybody is supposed to be flattered and honored to work with him as a 13, 14, 15 year old. So where's Tiger's popularity right now? I thought it was really high, but the people on social media are telling higher us, than it was, like in two thousand eight or two thousand. I don't know about two thousand because he was pretty popular in two thousand. Right. I, I would say it's certainly higher than it was ten, eleven years ago. I mean, look, my whole thing is isn't this isn't this part of life, right? Like we go through ups and downs, we learn from our mistakes. I think Tiger seems like a better person. Uh, now he's you know he's he's better with the media um you know he's obviously he's been in relationships where like when he broke up with Lindsey Vaughn like it wasn't like oh he's this terrible human being it was just like hey we kind of went our separate ways whatever i think he's grown and matured is that not what we want from people oh, in our absolutely. everyday lives and and you know i was going to say the infatuation with tiger look at this hasn't won a major since 2008 here we are 2019 and People are just giddy 
to the fact that, I mean, look, even DeSager said he's setting his alarm. He's getting up. You think Bernie. he's the only person getting up? Uh, Bernie might not even go to sleep, he said. You, do you think those two are the only two guys setting their alarms or you know pulling an all-nighter just to make sure they can start watching? They're going to watch the Masters starting at 4 o'clock in the morning. Before Tiger even tees off at 9.20, they're going to get to the first group of tee guys or the first group of guys teeing off. Just to watch that, that's how people are geeked up about this, Aaron. I'll tell you this, DeSager and Bernie made me feel a little guilty that I'm not getting up at 6.30 Pacific Yeah, you Pacific said you time. were going to get up at like 7, 7-ish, you know? Well, maybe I'll get up at 6.30 now to yeah. watch my boy I Tiger. I said I'm setting the DVR so I don't set the alarm. Oh, the sleeping DVR, in, DeSager. You're fired. Come on now. Come on, <laughs> DVR. You got to pull yourself up. It's, it's still no, I don't. Out Actually, I don't. DVR. Yes. It's one of the greatest inventions for a sports fan in my lifetime. It is. Yeah. It actually yeah, just, is really good. Yeah, do that. But uh, I uh, look, on the East Coast, we don't have to worry about it, and the ratings will be through the roof, well, like we said earlier. I can't imagine um, what it's going to look like. It, it could break all types of records, Tiger, in contention. And like I told you earlier when we started off the show, Aaron, I put the NBA on the back burner. Uh, the playoffs. And there was some good games and there were some upsets. I, I put the NHL on the back burner, Major League Baseball on the back burner. I put golf on just to see what the heck Tiger Woods was doing. And he was, what, like five off the lead at the time I put him on. And he was just climbing. I was getting all into it. We haven't even talked this Calgary Flames Colorado Avalanche game. I'm, yeah. I'm on the edge of my. I got so many takes that I can't get out because we're talking golf. No, I'm with you. I um I was telling you I, w- I was traveling today when I got back from the airport. The Nets. Uh, the Nets uh, Sixers game had just started, and obviously golf had had been on for a little while. And I immediately flipped to golf, and I basically left golf on for most of the rest of the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, if you want to get in, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking genius one. Uh, Tiger's going to be wearing his, uh, of course, his signature red tomorrow, and the whole world will be tuned in to see what he's going to do uh, in the Masters in the final round. Can't wait, Aaron. I can't wait to see what people are going to say. What happens if he like goes out of contention after the first couple of holes? What a major disappointment that's going to be, you know? It'll be bad for the ratings, I'll tell you that much. I'd be clobbered. It it would actually just be horrible. Um, Just wrapping up what we saw in the NBA earlier today, though. uh, Three teams. Who would have thought this? I would have never would have figured out that Philadelphia, Denver, and Toronto all would lose uh, game number one. I thought maybe Philadelphia would lose. Didn't really expect uh, Denver to lose, though. I thought it was going to be a tighter game. And Toronto, I, I, I don't know what to make of that. That, that Again, they, they do it once again. So real quick, do you think all these teams that were supposedly good, 50-plus wins during the regular season, do you think it just re-solidifies the point that nobody's beating Golden State? Because if all those teams can lose at home, and I'm not saying any of them necessarily would have beaten Golden State, but if all three of those teams can lose at home to inferior teams... Like nobody's taking four out of seven out of off a of Golden State. I just unless it's somebody in the Western Conference like Houston. Houston's probably the only one, and I know they didn't play today. But I'm I'm and just they're a four seed. How about that? I, I'm just thinking. I don't feel like these teams were supposed to be elite. And I know this is the NBA, and you don't get to the playoffs if you're not talented. But if these were supposed to be the elite of the elite, a two seed in both uh, in both. Uh, conferences, the three seed in the East all falling. Yeah. I just feel like the gap between Golden State and everybody else is as big as it's ever been. 
You'll want to get in. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. We'll come back. We'll give you some of our picks for the games tomorrow. That's coming up next right here on Fox Sports Radio. At Farmers Insurance, we know the sound of a perfect hot air balloon landing and a less than perfect one. Seen it, covered it. Talk to farmers. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. All right, final segment, Torres. Put this one under. You're not going to make all the listeners happy. Okay. Because remember, I told you what Matt M. said about uh, 50 minutes ago. It says, finally, Tigers in the hunt, in the Masters, and all you're doing is talking about the Lakers in the NBA. Come on. And, and then we get, uh, let's see here. They're, they're coming in a little too fast right now. Um, it's Craig. Was it Craig that was ripping us? Yeah, enough of the boring-ass golf talk. Those bums aren't even real athletes, and Tiger will never be must-watch TV because golf isn't a real sport. Back to Laker talk. Can't make everybody happy, uh, Aaron. You can't I, do it. I say we just get Craig and the first guy in like a, a steel cage, and whoever comes out alive, we talk about what they want. Because one guy was like, I can't believe you're talking Lakers on Masters weekend. Yes. And the other guy is like, how are you talking Masters? Talk more Lakers. So How are we not talking about Colorado scoring a goal in the overtime to win the game 3-2, tie that series at one game apiece? Give us a little music. Uh, let's get to our predictions because we got a full slate of games, especially in the NBA, where there are four more games in the playoffs. I'll start at the top with the Indiana Pacers. Seven-point underdogs on the road at Boston. Boston not going to have Marcus Smart in this one. They're banged up. They're beat up. Boston, like I said, seven-point favorite. Not only am I going to take the seven win Indiana, I'm going to go with the upset. I think the Pacers upset the Celtics. Take game one. Pacers win the game. I will stay on Saturday, so or, or excuse me, Sunday. Obviously, yeah. I'm gonna stay in the NBA. Today is Saturday. I'm a little confused. It's okay, but Portland OKC. Yes. I'll say this: I was just in Portland. That city is on fire. They believe in this team. They love this team. Bernie referenced this point spread: Oklahoma City getting three and a half. It's actually yeah. now up to four in some places, but I think uh, it's gonna settle at three and a half. I just think Portland, home court advantage, game one. They are not going to be suckers like the Nuggets and the Raptors and the 76ers. They win and they cover the three and a half points. Love Portland in that one. Love Portland. Me too. Uh, Detroit-Milwaukee. I'm not going to say there's going to be an upset, but the way the games have been going, i got to figure that Detroit's going to go ahead and make it a little bit of a closer game because you're getting 13 points. I don't know if Milwaukee's going to blow them out. 219's a big number there, but I'll reach out, take Detroit, Plus the 13 in this one. I am 100% on board with you. You know, we love Giannis. I get it. He's fun to watch. Guys never won a playoff series. This group has never won a playoff series. Now, I know they got a new coach, Mike Budenholzer, uh, some new pieces. I get that. But to ask them to go out and to win by 15 points, 14 points, somewhere in that range in game one, especially, by the way, after spending all day in front of the TV, much like Magic Johnson watching basketball (laughs) today, they're going to be nervous. They're going to be tight. It's They haven't won a playoff series as a group. I think Milwaukee wins straight up, but give me the points in Detroit. And I'm all over the Houston Rockets. It's playoff time. I think they put their best foot forward in this one. Utah's a tough game or a tough team. Utah win, excuse me, Houston wins it, though. I'll lay the six in this one, and this will start the run where Houston's going to face Golden State in the next round. How about this over under set? Is this right? Two fourteen. Yes, correct. Give me the over. Well, I love I, Houston. Hey, 
You know what's so funny? He opened up at 219, bet down the 214. Oh, boy. I don't like the yeah. sound of that. See, I should have yeah. done more homework before we yeah. got into this segment. But listen, I think Houston might put up 214 by themselves the way they've played at points. Now, I'm, I'm kidding. But they will. I'll take the over in this one. I think Houston wins straight up, but I like the over the most. Last prediction, and it's the big one. Tiger wins. Tiger wins the Masters, and everything goes ballistic tomorrow because that's all people are going to talk about. It'll be three hours of Tiger Woods for Pride and I. Tiger wins the Masters. What are you thinking? I think that DeSager and Bernie Fratto shamed me into getting up at 6.30. So <laughs> if the over-under is 6.30... Sleep you, huh? Yes, if the, that's my pick. The over-under is 6.30. Give me the under. I will be up before 6.30. I am with you. Tiger Woods comes all the way back. Down two strokes today. Comes back. Wins the Masters. Biggest story in sports for a while here. Uh, Josh said, good show, but please don't pick Tiger tomorrow for no kiss of death. Yeah, I'm I, I ready to wait on that. All right, we're going to wrap things up. First of all, uh, thanks to the guys, Ryan uh, Bershinger, for producing the show. I, I think he was napping the whole show, but that's okay. Uh, Steve DeSager on the updates. Papa Bear, our technical director. Also, thanks uh, to our guest, Michael Lee, for stopping by. And Bernie Fratto, uh, who's coming up next. We'll get to that. Aaron Torres, uh, you have a great Sunday. Get up early. Am I going to have to wake you up, or are you going to set the alarm for uh, the Oh, Masters? my God. That's Terrifying the Arnie Spanier phone call at six thirty. Arnie Spanier alarm. Get up! Get up! Get up! <laughs> Could you imagine that? Huh? That'd be terrible. <laughs> uh, also, second good phone joke today with Amir Johnson. Yeah. That was that was phenomenal. That was some Thank of your best you. work. Thank you. Coming up next, straight out of Vegas with our buddy Bernie Fratto. Give you the Vegas perspective on what's going on out there. For Aaron, I'm Arnie right here on Fox Sports Radio. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. 
And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 